Lost Talk Radio. Hallelujah. Give me a time and place, I run it, boy, I fly to it, I beat you there. Girl, you know I got you, us, trust. A couple things I can't spell without you, now we on top of the world. That's just how we do. You just tell me sky's the limit, not a sky's our point of view. Man, we stepping out like, whoa, God, camera's point and shoot. Ask me what's my best side, I stand back and point at you. You, you, the one that I argue with, feel like I need a new girl to be bothered with. But the grass ain't always greener on the other side. It's green where you water it, so I know. Look back at all the crazy fights. 
MustFMSports.net and Stevenson University welcomes you to this presentation of Mustangs Lacrosse. This audio and video broadcast is brought to you by the Green Turtle, Coca-Cola, and Qdoba. Now, Mustangs Lacrosse from SFMSports.net. And here we are back at Mustang Stadium where the Mustangs women lacrosse team welcome in the Blue Jays from Elizabethtown College. Thanks for joining us here on SFMSports.net. Booker Corgan joined, as always, by the lovely MC McFadden. MC, great to be back in the saddle with you. Let's talk about where the Mustangs have been since we last had a chance to address our followers here on SFMSports.net. Well, Booker, as you know, they are on a nine-game winning streak. They are currently 9-1, and one, their only loss being to Salisbury's first game of the season, so they are doing a great job on the field. And I got a little steamed up when I was looking at the rankings recently because I keep waiting for Stevenson to get on there. What does it take yeah. is what you were thinking. Yeah. Exactly. How do they not get some love? They're nine-game winning streak. They're beating teams handily. They're really playing great. Coach Kathy Raley, in her interview that we're going to see in a little bit, addresses some of the talent that she has on her team, but she's going to need a great defensive performance today. Elizabethtown comes in with some very experienced scorers. That's right. They have Porter, who is number 18. She currently has 55 points. But the impressive thing about her, that's 29 goals and 26 assists. So she's getting it all done on the field. Then they have Flounlacker, who comes in with 51 points. She's got 33 goals and 18 assists. Those two play very much as a team and really look for each other on the field. And Flounlacker, correct me if I'm wrong, only played in seven games. That's right. So that's averaging about seven points a game, which is pretty impressive. And the other aspect that I want our listeners to have a chance to really look for in today's game is Porter and Flounlacker. They're on everybody's scattering report. Teams obviously are geared to stop them, right. yet they still find a way to get their points. What do you think Stevenson's going to be able to do other than ask for a great game out of Leanne Bittner? Well, I think they are going to have hot to ask. Goalie. Right. They, they need a hot goalie. I think that we have some – Stevenson has some very good defenders, and they will certainly be looking for and keying in on those two players. The thing about Porter is she's a very good dodger, so our defenders have to be really ready to move their feet and not go with her fakes and her moves and just really go with her. And uh, and uh, Flamlacker is a good cherry picker, and that's how she scores a lot of goals. Are you – you talk about me as a hockey player. <laughs> Another aspect of the game that we're going to looking for is when you get those free positions. When Elizabethtown gets them in the form of Porter or Flounlacker, does she get them straight away or does she get them on the angle? That's a big difference. It's a big difference, and I think they're both known for releasing a very quick shot on their free position shots. They take one or two steps, and that's it. And then it's a quick release with a hard shot. And that's going to put Bittner in a position to have to come up with some saves right. on those free positions. We had a great chat chat with Coach Kathy Raley. She really is looking forward to some of her youngsters meeting the challenge of the experienced Blue Jays from Elizabethtown. Another great opportunity to watch the women's program here. How thrilled have you been with their performance so far this season? It's been so much fun to watch them with this young team that she has, that Kathy really has. It's been amazing, I think, that they're 9-1. I'm a little bit surprised at that, actually, because they may not seem so young on the roster, but she has a lot of new players to her squad this year, coming from junior college, etc. So 
they're new to her program, and and I just think that they've all risen to the occasion and done a great job. And that's something that Kathy Raley's been able to do over the years right. here, and it's something that started when MC McFadden was the head coach here at the <laughs> back in the day lacrosse program <laughs> way back in the day. The 1942 team. I know you did a fantastic <laughs> job with when it was Villa Julie. My mom played on that team. She was thrilled with it. Uh, we're going to break momentarily. We're going to be right back here on SFMSports.net so that you can catch up with my conversation with head coach Kathy Raley. You're watching Stevenson Mustangs Athletics on SFMSports.net. Stop into your local Green Turtle any day of the week and discover why they have the best burgers in town. And just to prove it, for a limited time, the Turtle is featuring a different burger every day of the week for only $6.99. Their burgers are fresh, never frozen, certified Angus beef, char-grilled to perfection, and served on a buttered brioche bun. And for only $6.99, you have no excuse not to try one today. Visit thegreenturtle.com for more details and the schedule of featured burgers. The Green Turtle, feed your passion. hard work. But the new easy-to-hold two-liter contour bottle from Coca-Cola makes it a little easier to bring everybody together. More delicious Coke means more sharing. And with more sharing comes more chances for unforgettable family moments around the table. Plan on serving up the new Coca-Cola two-liter contour bottle at your next meal and bring a smile to everyone. Isn't it time you gave your career the green light? Stevenson University can help you advance your career with interesting degree programs highly sought by area employers. Whether you want to start or complete your degree, Stevenson offers accelerated and flexible options for working adults. Register now at stevenson.edu for our next Networking for Knowledge information session and sign up for a free career consultation. It's time you give your career the green light at Stevenson University. This is Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse online, mobile, and on demand for sfmsports.net. Booker Corrigan here as the sfmsports.net pregame show rolls on, joined by head coach Kathy Raley of the women's lacrosse program as they take on Elizabethtown tonight. A stiff challenge for your team. How do you feel the team's prepared for tonight? Uh, I think we're ready to, to throw some new things at Elizabethtown that they would not have seen on film. Um, I think we're going with a more aggressive style defense against this team. We can't sit back and let Elizabethtown, who has so many upperclassmen attackers, uh, just do be free to uh, move the ball and to go to goal. So I think that we need to take them out of their tempo. And how do you get your defenders into the mindset of the difference between defending a freshman from the other team or a senior veteran on the other team? Well, it's interesting with such a young team this year, uh, this will be a learning experience for them because Elizabethtown is not only so seasoned, uh, they've had success in the MAC, they've had great success in the MAC in the past, and 
and uh, they're really not afraid of anybody for the first 10 minutes of any game. So it'll be interesting to see how the young girls come out and really challenge them emotionally in the first 10 minutes. And offensively, can we expect to see a lot of Marissa Michael John coming from defense and creating those offensive chances like she's been known to? Well, uh, a week ago, or not a week ago, on Saturday, we moved Marissa to more of an offensive role and only a few times down on defense. Still a midfielder, but not quite as defensive in nature. Uh, and then I think that's how we got the, such the high uh, goal output was Marissa and Mandy Marston, Leah uh, Warner, and uh, Catherine Merrick all with you possessing the ball on attack really makes a difference. Something about those girls with M's in their names yeah. who really play great for the Mustangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is expected to really produce tonight as far as finishing plays into the net? We're, we're going to need uh, Kelly McLaughlin to really work their midfield hard in the transition. We're going to need Amanda Lagar to really work in transition. If those two things happen, I think we can get Elizabethtown's defense on their heels. And the way we've been moving the ball the last couple games, I'm really confident we can score the 17, 18 goals. And how about in the cage for the Mustangs? Are you proud of the performance that you're getting from your goaltender? Absolutely. Leanne is doing a wonderful job. Uh, and, and Maggie's gotten some minutes here and there, too, who's our backup goalie. So between the two of them, I think uh, you know we're, we're pretty solid in that position. And more conference play coming up tonight here on SFMSports.net. A huge thank you to Coach Kathy Raley making the all-access pregame show such a hit. Once again, SFMSports.net bringing you great Stevenson Mustangs action. At Qdoba, made from scratch gets a lot of respect. Years ago, that expression didn't even exist. There was no not made from scratch, just fresh ingredients making delicious dishes. Well, when it comes to our cooking, we're a little old-fashioned. That's why we come in early every day to hand-smash our guacamole, hand-chop our pico de gallo, and why we grill our steak and chicken over an open flame. Because doing it the right way is the only surefire way to make it tasty. Qdoba Mexican Grill. Food for people who love food. Your phone may be smart, but is it a fan? Listen to high school and college sports on your BlackBerry, iPhone, or iPad. Go to sfmsports.net and click on How to Listen. Then get the app that's right for your phone. Listen to over 1,500 games each year on our five streaming channels, including high school and college sports, on-demand coaches show, and the Cal Ripken World Series. SFMSports.net mobile is powered by TuneIn Radio. SFMSports.net. The time has now come when all of their hard work and dedication is put to the ultimate test. They will put it all on the line to become NCAA champions. And you can experience it live. Be there at the 2013 NCAA Divisions 2 and 3 Women's Lacrosse Championships, May 18th and 19th in Owings Mills, Maryland, hosted by Stevenson University. Get your NCAA championship tickets today at NCAA.com tickets and make a date with champions. The Stevenson University Alumni Association has a long-standing tradition of providing many programs that affords the more than 15,000 alumni to stay involved in the college. Through career and internship fairs, alumni happy hours, sporting events and outings, and open houses, the Stevenson University alumni are able to stay connected to the university, students, fellow alumni, and the community to learn about the SU Alumni Association programs and upcoming events. Visit stevenson.edu slash alumni. Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. 
Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse, online, mobile, and on demand. As we catch the final moments of the national anthem, Stevenson does such a nice job here in Mustang Stadium of getting a student to sing the Star Spangled Banner every home game, and it's a great facility. Booker Corrigan and MC McFadden bringing you the game today on SFMSports.net. MC, let's talk about some of your keys to the game today. First of all, for Stevenson. For Stevenson, they have to be aware of Elizabethtown fast breaking when they are clearing out of their defensive end. Um, They have a kid that's very quick, a number seven. She's a lefty. They look to her in transition a lot. They also need to find number 10 and 18. They are their high scores, so they have to be aware of where they are at all times. And they have a very good goalie, Elizabeth Town does, who has a very quick stick. So they need to fake and shoot really well today. Yeah, Rachel Waldman comes in as a highly decorated goaltender for Elizabethtown. Let's get into the keys for Elizabethtown. What do you think they're going to need to do if they want to win here at Mustang Stadium? Well, they need to look for Leah Warner working her magic around the crease. She's been scoring a lot of goals lately. And they also need to look for Marissa Michaeljohn, who is so speedy and quick in the attacking end and also scores a lot of goals. And now let's talk about the starting lineups today. MC, why don't you go ahead and run down the Stevenson starting lineup, and we will then get into Elizabethtown. Okay, for Stevenson, we have number two, Kelly McLaughlin, three, Tori Wagner, five, Shelby Walter, nine, Catherine Merrick, ten, Mandy Marston, 17, Amanda Lagar, 19, Marissa Michaeljohn, 21, Leah Warner, 22, Olivia Baker, 25, Megan Nahowitz, 26, May Gill, and 99, Leanne Bittner in the goal. And how about for Elizabethtown, their starting lineup, an experienced group with a, some nice stick work as well. They have number three, Alexis Morris. Seven is Maddie Jackson. Eight, Ashley Orsler. Ten, Leanne Flaunlacker. Twelve is Michelle Grosso. Thirteen, Caitlin Knight. Fifteen, Erica Hawkins. Sixteen, Ariel Harris. Eighteen, Becky Porter. Twenty, Emily Butler. Twenty-one, Rachel Waldman in the goal. And twenty-four, Kelly Poole. And now let's talk about draw controls. It, it's something that, you know, you, you watch the guys game and the ball starts on the ground and it looks like there's very little skill involved because it's just a scrum. But you, we've learned that the guys can control that. In the girls game, it's very similar where the sticks are now elevated, the ball's in there. But obviously, Amanda Lagarde does a great job with those draw controls. Do you anticipate her taking most of the draws today for Stevenson? Yes, I do anticipate her taking the draws. And the key to the women's draw as opposed to the men who can sort of battle it out on the ground like you said Booker is to be quick they you will see both of the uh, players taking the draw looking at the official as soon as that whistle is blown they will, will try to be quick and to win the draw by quickness today and it's going to be number seven Maddie Jackson for the Blue Jays going against Amanda Lagar as we are set to go here in Mustang Stadium SFM Sports once again providing you Tremendous Stevenson Mustangs athletics. Stevenson in their home, whites with green kilts. And the Blue Jays 
wearing blue with white numbers. Lagar looks like she's taking a bit of a new stance this time. Well, she's drawing against a left-handed player, so that might be why she looks a little different today. And Lagar makes control, and again, MC, exactly right. Quickness was the difference in that one. She quickly popped it out to herself, and the Mustangs have control. Marissa Michael John pushes it down the wing. They get it behind. Catherine Merrick, number nine, another player who's been playing very well, and Coach Raley has really been talking a lot about her lately, and she has really been stepping up to the plate and helping out the offense. Catherine Merrick controls behind the cage, being defended by Ariel Harris, but Harris very reluctant to go behind right now on Merrick. Merrick open and looking to feed. Now she penetrates left side, rolls back righty, but a lot of off-ball movement. Really like the way the Stevenson Mustangs women are moving the ball, moving without the ball, I should say. Well, the more they move, the harder it is on the defense. Great shot right there by Lagar, but equal to the task, starting goaltender Rachel Waldman. And you talked about taking good shots against Waldman. Not a bad place from which to shoot, but she certainly could have dropped it lower, maybe changed planes a little bit better. Right. A little fake would be helpful. Waldman has a very quick stick, so you really want to move her before you release your shot. Michelle Grosso has it taken away quickly from Meg Gill, the, Meg Gill, the mm -hmm. defensive star for these Mustangs, and she retreats all the way back to Leanne Bittner. Bittner open in the middle of the field, and that's going to be Olivia Baker. Senior captain. Makes very good decisions with the ball. And Catherine Merrick now possesses, pushes it down the wing, and they get it behind the goal to Tori Wagner. This is Michael John now patiently behind the cage. Somebody who plays the game with amazing vision and also can score goals when needed, much like her old mill classmate Justin Ward, the star of the Loyola Greyhounds National Championship team. She's also very quick. And so when she gets the first step on you, you better have some help ready. Ground ball collected by Ariel Harris. And now it's Waldman looking to clear for the Blue Jays. Yet to have a goal in the action. 27-45 left. Errant pass. And out of bounds. Mustangs take over. Leah Warner on the far wing is going to get a step advantage on Maddie Jackson. And the late cutter, Kelly McLaughlin, coming down the center. Pass just over her head. Lagarde gathers it. And the Mustangs dominating time of possession right now. And when you look at the offensive stars that Elizabethtown brings in today, this could only bode well for the Mustangs. And it's a big game for both teams. Both teams are 2-0 and in the conference, and they would like to be the team that leaves this game undefeated today. That's Tori Wagner working her magic. She is a very good and hard shooter. And Kathy really talked about... Um, with me today about how she has really been teaching her girls to shoot with power. And an inside feed there to Leah Warner. But again, goaltender Waldman for the Blue Jays gets enough of a piece and then gathers the rebound. She has excellent positioning, mm -hmm. and she really holds her ground well. So you have to work to shoot around her or to really fake her convincingly to make her move. And now they get a break from Michelle Grosso. 
Carries it down the right wing. First real possession for the Blue Jay offense. And some very nice defense by Megan Naho. It's the ninja. The ninja. That's what we call her. She's pretty fast. She's a cross-country runner. So she sure is endurance. Katie Reeb pushes it behind the cage. And now the Blue Jays get it to the ever-dangerous Leanne Flonlacher. Flonlacher gets the loose ball, comes around the front shot. What a safe hitter. Not up in here. That was a good shot and a good save. Tried to go five-hole on Bittner, and it really looked like she had every advantage, and Bittner just robbed her. And this is now. It's running the field. Shares the ball across with Leah Warner. Warner trying to dodge. Met some opposition there. She entered the interior fan. And the ball goes on the ground. Nifty little play on the ground ball by Warner. And with that, MC, I've won the race to Nifty. <laughs> you said I was all. Um, three for Elizabethtown. Alexis Morris is their top defender. That's why she's able to give Leah Warner such a hard time and probably has drawn Leah Warner as her girl today. Marissa Michael John behind the cage, the junior attacker out of Old Mill High School. Looking to get it to fellow junior Leah Warner, who had just, you see her doubled over right now. She is definitely getting some rest. Naho, it's the senior from Perry Hall, carries it across the top. Little isolation opportunity for her. Looks like they're trying to get something set up and probably trying to pass the ball around, give everybody a touch. We've got to remember it's record heat today, and these girls are not used to playing in that. Mandy Marston. Shoots just high and wide. I like the sharing of the ball there, MC. Good team offense. And we'll see that out of Stevenson all day. They have plays where they get a lot of different people involved. They really like to move the ball. They like to move off ball, as you pointed out earlier, Booker. And that's one of the keys in all sports that have balls with defense is moving without the ball. It makes it too easy on the defense. Shot goal. Great play by Leah Warner. You talked about her MC. She led the way. First goal today. She's got such a hard shot, and that was so well placed because she shot uh, to the goalie's non-stick side right off of her between her hip and her shoulder. And that's a very difficult place for a goalie to make a save with her stick because it's a little bit awkward. So that was a great shot by Leah. And, again, we talked about Kathy Rayleigh and, and – really pushing her girls to be hard shooters, and Leah is probably the hardest shooter on this team. A hard shooter, and for those of you fortunate enough to have SUTV or SFM Sports on the video as well, let's get a replay of that before we get to the draw. And again, a quality shot from dead center at its off hip. MC, you're dead right. The goalie has to make that split-second decision, do I go across the top or do I go underneath to get to it? And it really is its a hard, hard save, and Leah Warner did a great job of getting to the middle of the field before shooting it. And she did not have much of an angle on that shot. So she really did her not much of an opening in the between the goalie and the post, and she really placed that beautifully. And we are going to have a redraw. I haven't seen one of these since 1919 <laughs> Helsinki episode, and I think we all remember how that turned out. If the ball doesn't go above the player's head, then they need to take a redraw. If there's some sort of a foul... 
uh, one of the girls moves too soon, then the ball is simply possession for the opposing team. And it's going to be a double redraw. Yeah. Referee David St. Hubbins today joining official Bobby Fleckman and Nigel Tufnell, your three referees for today's game. They do not referee games up in Boston because it's not a big college town. No, no, there are no colleges yep, in Boston here. Not a big college town, so it's not. There's the clean draw. Lagar pops it up and maintains possession through the checks. She's great. That was a great reach by her. And the thing that she did so well, she kept her eye on the ball, even though she knew she was being crashed by the opposing team. Nice little move on the inside shot just wide. And again, Leah Warner now attacking from the left side, seeing her versatility. That was a nice job by Leah. We saw her go in, make a nice dodge, switch to her left hand before she released that shot. We see her mostly shooting with her right hand because she likes to make that cut coming across the face of the goal from left to right. Kelly McLaughlin, the freshman, pushes it behind the cage, and the Mustangs pull it out. Catherine Merrick. And she looks like she's doing the bulk of the work quarterbacking behind the goal. But I also see a number of Stevenson players warming up over on the far sideline. Shot inside. Great pump fake. And a finish. Amanda Lagar finishes it. Mustangs now two to nothing, and they've dominated the time of possession. They really have. They're doing such a nice job of maintaining possession, working for good shots, and getting the ball back when they miss the shot. They're backing up the goal as well. A great aspect of lacrosse. Now they they've given the women's game sidelines and end lines that they didn't have for the longest time. They just played natural boundaries. But now they do have those sidelines and end lines, and that allows teams to back up shots effectively. I think they put one second back on the clock. Official timer Jack Monahan uh, noticed that a second had run off, so they put it back to 22:38. official time of the goal. And the Mustangs are up two, but the Blue Jays are going to take possession there. A little bit of a push on that ground ball on May Gill, so she's put behind. Katie Reeb starts it for the Blue Jays, and they have such great transition offense. It's hard for them to push it right now because they've been playing so much defense. They want to give their defense time. Crease violation, it looks like, against the against, Blue Jays. Yes, against Elizabeth Tanshi. The player, I'm not sure which one it was. I think it was Becky Porter, number 18. Ran right through the crease and uh, therefore gave possession back to Stevenson. And now you see the sheer hustle by Shelby Walter, a freshman who's broken into the starting lineup now and part of this nine-game winning streak that the Mustangs come in on. Whistle on the far side will stop play. We're going to get a procedural violation that will grant the ball to the Mustangs over on the far hash. And that's going to be Leah Warner. And that also was a push on the ball as Leah had the ball was going towards goal. And Leah Warner comes into today with 25 goals, makes quick work of that one. Her second one today. And she statistically is leading the women's team here at Stevenson. 
Marissa Michael John also doing a great job. 26 goals on the season. So you, a fairly balanced attack when you look at five players who have over 10 goals on the season. Great play by Stevenson, and their offense is really doing a great job sharing the ball and moving without it. They really need to move the ball today and make the ball do the work because of the heat and because these ladies are not so acclimated to this weather yet because we've only had warm weather for a couple of days. And uh, we, what we're seeing with Leah Warner also, Booker, is that she is attacking the goal from a different part of the field today. She's generally, as we mentioned before, goes left comes from the left side of the goal and, and likes to cut across right so she can shoot with her right hand. And that was a left-handed shot yep. she just made. And she went right to left today as you're facing the goal right to left. Taylor Wright took that draw for the women's Mustang squad. Now we're getting a card against the coach. I think he was giving the official a little bit of a hard time. Head coach Rob Brooks out of Roberts Wesleyan, a 96 grad. It's his first year at Elizabethtown. But the ref's going to deal the cards today. Right, and, and a player had to leave the field and is in the penalty box. So they are, Stevenson will be a man up for two minutes unless a goal is scored. It is a releasable foul. Michelle Grosso, number 12, will serve the foul. I think we'll see Kathy Rayleigh using her bench today. You said you saw a lot of players warming up because of the heat. See some fresh legs in. Pass looped across the top. Taylor Wright goes back to get it. And now it's Mandy Marston. A little head of steam there. Thought we had a shooting space violation. No call. And now the flag goes up in the air. Three seconds on 13 so the defense cannot stand within the arc which is the smaller marking on the field unless they are on someone unless they are tightly defending someone if they are just hanging out there they only have three seconds and they have to get out so she was obviously there for more than three seconds yeah i thought we were going to get a shooting space shot goal on the finish nifty little touch play chelsea cavey doing the honors puts the mustangs up four to nothing that was a really nice play and a great attack by Chelsea Cavey. As we saw her go in, Elizabethtown did a really nice job of defending her, yet she kept her stick tight and got off a really nice quick shot and well placed. Ducks under the check, and you can tell she's pumped. She is pumped. That's actually her first goal of the season. So now the lid's off. Yeah, Maybe we'll see a flurry of goals right. from Chelsea Cavey today. And next thing you know, her brother Ryder Cavey's going to start scoring goals. Back at the draw, Amanda Lagarde. Quick work of the faceoff. That time going against Becky Porter. And... That's where Stevenson has really stepped up and made a difference as we get a drive to the shot post. Oh, post, yeah. Leah Warner goes in and gets a recommended daily allowance of iron. Leah Warner is doing a great job of just going so hard to the goal, and that's why Elizabethtown is having a hard time stopping her. She's just using her strength and her speed to power her way inside. And you can see the shots right now 10 to 1. Although the one shot Elizabethtown had, Leanne Bittner made a tremendous save she on. She did. That was a really nice shot. Nice little bounce shot. 
Inside feed for Marston. Pinballs around, and Elizabethtown is able to escape with possession. Carrying it up the field, number 13, Caitlin Knight. Caitlin turned back. Tries to split the defense. Ball pops out, and she scoops it over. A little shovel pass, but out of bounds. Referee Bobby Fleckman right there to make the call. Elizabethtown's having a little bit of a difficulty controlling the ball in their stick today. I think that Stevenson really has the superior stick work out there today. Mustangs with another possession. Emily Baller carries it all the way behind, and they look to settle things. And they've had this Elizabethtown team playing so much defense this afternoon. And and with the heat, they're going to be hot and tired soon enough unless they can get their attack involved and, and keep it down in their attacking end for a little bit and give their defense a break. And if you are following this game at Go Mustang Sports on Twitter, great drive. Oh, Michael John robbed by the post. Shot, what a save on the inside by Waldman. That was a beautiful save by Waldman. She really does have a quick stick. That's what Kathy really has been telling her girls all week. She has a quick stick. You've got to do a really good job of placing the ball. And it was a great rebound shot by Leah Warner as well. Michael John splits the double shot just over the cage, but you really get a sense of her ability to accelerate through a dodge. We talked about her quick first step. She is very quick. She's very fast, too. And I've always talked with young men that I'm coaching. It's not how much speed you bring into the dodge. It's how much speed you carry out of the dodge. And Michael John clearly demonstrated that there. She does do a really good job of of continuing her skill and keeping her feet moving. Some people stop their feet to catch the ball or, or check or things like that. And Michael John runs through her dodge, as you said, runs through her shot, runs through her catch. So she's hard to defend in that manner. And the Mustangs get a little free start. Here's Michael John coming around, shot, goal. Sound the horn. There we go. There it is. <laughs> a little slow on the uptake there. Five nothing. Seventeen twenty six to go here in the first half. It has been all Stevenson. All Stevenson and all day. In talking with Coach Kathy Riley, she was not anticipating this type of game. She was expecting to be in a real battle, and not that there's not plenty of time left for that to happen. But she's got to love the fact that they're jumping out to a five nothing lead. It does give you a little bit of a comfort zone. I'm sure she's telling her kids, don't slow down, step on their necks when you have them down. Um, but one of the reasons that we're doing so well is the draw control. Yep. Stevenson is really controlling each and every draw out there, thanks to Amanda Lagar and then her teammates as well. Deflected pass and credit the hustle play to Alexis Morris. She U-turns and now shares it with Kelly Poole. And you see some of that intense defense. Leah Warner double-teaming. And we're going to get a yellow card there. Check to the head. Yep. Automatic yellow. And one of the things we talked about in the pregame, MC, was that Elizabethtown has only 
earned 12 yellow cards, yet their opponents have committed 22 violations that have brought yellow cards against them. I think their defense is very patient and very patient with their stick. They really work their body position well, and that is one of the reasons they don't have so many yellow cards as a team. Elizabethtown running some nice offense there. You see number seven, Maddie Jackson. They need to get on the board, but they also need to maintain possession for a bit to give their defense a break. So if they can play some team attack and pass the ball, give everybody a touch, get everybody feeling comfortable, and then go, that would be smart. A nice dodge to the cage by Natalie Herkenowitz. And we saw a shooting space violation by May Gill. She stepped right in the path of the shooter, which the defense cannot do. Herkenowitz finishes on the free position. She's somebody who they can get on the score sheet. She's only had three goals this season, so it's got to feel good for her to put the first one in here today at the 16-22 mark. First half, Stevenson wearing their home whites. Elizabethtown Blue Jays come in with a 6-4 and record, but 2-0 and in the conference. They're wearing their road blues as we get a nice shot of Leanne Bittner. The sophomore goaltender out of Lock Raven High School. That was a well placed shot. That was similar to uh, Leah Warner's shot earlier in the game, Booker, where we talked about she her first goal that she made, where she placed the ball between the shoulder and off the hip of the uh, Elizabethtown goalie. That was a similar shot here on Leanne Bittner, and that is a difficult save for the goalie to make. And you talk about the, the quantity of shots is not necessarily the most important aspect. It's the quality Correct. of the shot, where you're getting it to the middle of the field and you're getting into a place where the goalie can't just maintain their stick position and make the save. See assistant coach Sandy Oaken over there holding up flashcards for what play they want to run if they come up with it. And Michael John possesses, again, a draw control for the Mustangs dominant today. Very dominant in the circle. And that draw control, control is so important because it, obviously it gives your offense the ball, which is where you want the ball to be, because you can't score with the ball in your defensive end. <laughs> Leah Warner gets the pass from Tori Wagner. She was fouled on the shot, so she will have a free position shot on goal. But this, again, it's from that extreme angle, so she's going to have to try and step to the middle to gain some space. She will. If she can use her left hand. We saw her score one left-handed goal already today. Oh, very nice pass. Great. Very nice feed to Catherine Merrick. Merrick with the finish. Great look and great finish. And right as she was getting ready to draw that, I noticed that Merrick was open down on that back side. Elizabethtown opted to flood the ball side. And Merrick, the beneficiary, we see on the replay, for those of you lucky enough to join, Coach, talk about where Merrick is just open. She is wide open, but Elizabethtown doesn't have any choice in the matter. They have to go where they are placed by the officials. So you have to clear that arc area to the closest line. So you don't have a choice on that quite often, and sometimes it's, it's just sheer luck that you have someone wide open on the crease like Catherine Merrick was. But that was a great catch and a great finish. Leah Warner came into today's game with 11 assists. Add one to that total. as She did a fantastic job finding the open player. She did really unselfish play. Finally, a draw control for Becky Porter. 
and she's one of those real offensive threats. 29 goals on the season, 26 assists. If Elizabethtown is going to get back into this game, it's going to be through the use of Porter and Flonlacker. Yeah, those two ladies really need to get involved in this offense. This team really depends on them. You can tell by their great numbers. So they need to get themselves open. Stevenson obviously being very aware of where those two are on the field. And now we get a double team on the backside. Emily Butler comes up with it. Butler shot. And that is a beautiful play by the goal-scoring senior, Becky Porter, from Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. That was an awesome shot. Yeah. She went low to high and put it in the high upper left-hand corner, but held her stick low. And, and that riser shot is difficult for a goalie to save as well. And it's difficult to perform because in the girls' stick, they have such shallow pockets. Right. You drop your stick down, there's a tendency for the ball to pop out or move around a little bit. It's tough to be as accurate with those low to high shots in the women's game. You are correct on all counts, and she did a great job of controlling that ball and really placing it exactly where she wanted it to go. So we just saw how important the draw control is because Elizabethtown finally comes up with it and it ends up in a goal. We are going to have another redraw. I don't know what the record is for redraws in a half, but we are could be today. quickly approaching. We've got a record high temperature. Website. <laughs> yep, record high temperatures here at Mustang Stadium for the date of April 10th. And a great hustle play by Kelly McLaughlin, the freshman. Another big save by Rachel Waldman. Well, Kelly needed to recognize that it was one on five at that point and probably needed to pull it out and let her teammates regroup and have someone back there. Luckily, she's fast enough that she could collect her own shot that went behind the goal. Ball in the stick of Kelly McLaughlin. And Stevenson looks to change a couple defensive assignments on the back side, and now they look to initiate through Marissa Michael John. Amanda Lagar shares it up top with McLaughlin. McLaughlin open lane to the goal. A nice check by Elizabeth Town. And she switched from left to right, and that's when the check occurred. So. Give credit to Elizabethtown. Six to two year score, thirteen thirty-five remaining here in the first half. SFMsports.net and SUTV bringing you great Mustangs action all spring long. That was an over the shoulder foul by Marissa Michael John. Which, which gave Elizabethtown the free position. Katie Reeb possesses, and now it's behind the cage. And look out, that is Leanne Flonlacher driving around right-handed. Great save, Bittner. Leanne Bittner was out of, the, out of the goal area, so she was off of her goal line with great body position, stick up, and really sucked that shot right into her stick. That was excellent body position by her and a great save. We saw Shelby Walter get beaten a little bit around the crease. Um, she had gone behind to defend Flounlacker. Maybe that's not her best choice. Maybe she needs to pick her up at the goal line. Megan Nahowitz gets it over to Bittner, and now it's going to be in Shelby Walter's stick. 
She pushes it up the field to Amanda Lagar. And Lagar with a head of steam coming down here against the Blue Jay defense. Inside pass, McLaughlin can't handle it. Sometimes you hear footsteps when you have that sweaty yeah. pass in the middle there. And especially as a freshman, you know that the other team's getting ready to collapse on you. And it's hard to concentrate just on receiving the pass. Emily Butler has it checked away by Nahowitz, but the referees find a violation with that. And the Ninja's going to have to chase her down from behind. And she can. And you see the Ninja closing the gap here. Comes in with the trail check. Cross crease speed shot just wide. Michelle Grasso shooting it. And Amanda Lagarde picks up the loose change, flips it over to Bittner. It's always a dangerous moment when a defender flips the goal back towards their goaltender. Well, you sure hope the goalie's yeah. out to the side yeah. and not in the face of the goal. As we've seen goals scored that way. I saw one yesterday. Us. Yeah. So it can be dangerous. A great ride by the Blue Jays. Ball out of the stick of Shelby Walter. I do know that it was part of the, the uh, Stevenson scouting report that Elizabethtown does a really good job of riding the clear and that Stevenson needs to pass the ball a little bit more and make it a little bit more difficult for Elizabethtown to defend the clear. Michelle Grosso behind the cage, pushes it up top to Natalie Harinkowitz. And Emily Butler looking for an opening in that Stevenson defense, but great defensive play by Amanda Lagar to turn her back. And now it's Maddie Jackson has it checked away clean. And the Mustang defense rises to the occasion there. They push it up ahead to Leah Warner. May Gill, a very strong defender and a really good checker. You're going to hang your stick. She's going to get the ball back. Leah Warner, cross-crease feed. Mandy Marston hits the post. Unfortunate because that was a really nice shot. Came in cradling high, nice low bounce shot. I thought she was going to get that one. Loose ball picked up by Catherine Merrick, and now it's in the stick of Lagar. All the way over to McLaughlin. The play being called in from the sideline. I can't read the card from our angle. Everybody getting a touch here for the Mustang offense. Here's Nahowitz getting it over to McLaughlin. Mandy Marston, Marissa Michael John. I love it when they go from M's to M's to M's. <laughs> M and M. Yeah. It becomes a tongue yeah. twister after a while, doesn't it? Here's Nahowitz. Giving everybody a yep. touch. Slowing it down a little bit. Mandy Marston gets it back over into the stick of Leah Warner. The other thing we'll notice is that nice pass into the middle. Great pass, great backhand shot. Credited Tori Wagner. Great cut and a An interesting nice little shovel shot. Yeah, yeah, we don't see that backhand shot anymore. That's from back in the day. But uh, she did a really nice job of placing that. I actually think it might have bounced off the goalie into her shoulder into the goal. 
but uh, Stevenson did a nice job of possessing the ball for a while, right over his shoulder. Good job by Tori Wagner, really nice placement. And you see goaltender Rachel Waldman kind of turning, a little disappointed that she didn't get that one. A late goal horn there. It was a late goal horn. Usually it's right on the money. Somebody's asleep over yeah. there. Probably fell asleep in the heat. Well, probably watching SFFSports.net, listening to the analysis. Yeah. <laughs> Find out exactly how things are going down. That's right. Lagar pops it in the air. Ball in balls around a couple times. Michael John corrals it. It's given back to Lagar. That was an empty stick check on Elizabethtown. So in women's lacrosse, the stick, the ball must be in the stick in order to actually check the head of the stick. Seven to two, your score with eight fifteen to go, first half. Booker Corrigan and MC McFadden bringing the call here from Mustang Stadium on SFMSports.net. Catherine Merrick again patiently behind the cage. Wise idea. Take some time off the clock by Stevenson. There's no reason they do not need to force the ball. They're up by five goals. But the interesting thing is it was five to nothing, and now the past few minutes have been a 2-2 ball game. So Elizabethtown in the past five minutes or so has been a very even team. Stevenson tries for the feed to the inside. Ball's awarded, possession awarded to the Blue Jays. Ashley Wurstler gets things going, and now it's with Waldman. Waldman pushes it up the right side for Kenowitz. She's pretty speedy. I was going to say, she's got some wheels. (laughs) She does have some wheels. So, Elizabethtown did a nice job of clearing that ball, obviously. Doesn't get much better than that, does it, Booker? Kerkenowitz doing a nice job. Her second goal in the afternoon. She came in with three goals on the season. She's only started two games up till this point. But she's somebody that, obviously, their head coach, who already drew a yellow card today, Rob Brooks, is going to be using more and more of her as she showed the, the impact she can have on a game. It's really nice when you have someone come off the bench and step up like she has done so today. Brings a little element of surprise to the opposing team. And she does a very good job of clearing the ball. Elizabethtown is known to clear the ball with their feet as opposed to passing the ball. And uh, they're doing a nice job of that. And Stevenson needs to hop on them and really defend them well as they're running the ball out. Do a little bit better job on their ride. Another draw control win for the Stevenson women Mustangs as they lead now 7-3. to three. Creeping towards the six-and-a-half-minute mark here of the first half. Michael John patiently behind the cage. Looks like she has the room to call her own number if she's so inclined. But a play coming in from the sideline. And a great save by Waldman there. What she, again, what Waldman does so well is 
get her body in the right position and be where she needs to be. She reads the play very, very well. You're exactly right. That Being in the right position a lot of times is going to just help you make saves or help them shoot wide. Yeah, she's not real mobile in the goal, but she's always in the right place, so she doesn't need to be real mobile in the goal. And she has a great stick and sees the ball quite well into her stick. As we like to say, perfect speed is being there. <laughs> That's right. That's true. And if you can name me the book I pulled that from, I I'll cannot. give you a dollar. I'm, you're older than I am. <laughs> it's from Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Richard Bach. Yeah. Coaching the whole child, MC. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Perfect speed is being there. Blue Jays with the clear. That's 24. Kelly Poole. She's done it a number of times, but every time she's meted by that double team or the intense defensive pressure, and now it's Michael John pushing it ahead to Leah Warner. Warner switches to her left, pulls it out, takes a check to the chin. Yes, yeah, she did. Uncalled check to the chin. Maybe that's why they avoid getting yellow cards. <laughs> yeah, uncalled. Uncalled fouls. Patient Stevenson offense right now, 4.44 to go first half. And the Mustangs are up four, so it's a nice time to keep that Blue Jay defense having to work a little bit. Yeah, and we see that Elizabethtown's defense is only hanging out on the eight-meter arc. They are not coming out. They want to play team defense. They want Stevenson to bring the ball to them where they can double-team and help each other out. Kelly McLaughlin drives in, but then pulls possession out, gets it to Manny Marston. Now it's behind the cage. Stevenson threatening the right side. And Leah Warner's just going to settle things right now for the Mustangs. Shots 19 to 6, and it's that's indicative of the time of possession as well. That's correct. Stevenson has definitely dominated the possession of the ball in this half. If they don't need to force to go to goal, they can hold on to the ball all day if they want to. There's no stall rule in women's lacrosse, so they really can hold on to the ball, pass it around. They don't have to force anything. If they have an open shot, they'll probably take it. Mandy Marston drove that one right-handed, went down the alley, pushes it over. Michael John, and she gets called for the procedural violation. It's going to give the ball to the Blue Jays with a lot of room to clear. She retaliated a little bit when she lost the ball. Turning back into the traffic, number three, Alexis Morris. We mentioned before, top defender for Elizabethtown. Also, the fun fact today was Booker. That's right. Former high school teammate of Meg Gill, who's right. the top defender for the Mustangs. Two and great defenders coming out of North Hartford High School. That's right. And both known to be very good checkers. So that's interesting. They obviously got some good coaching yeah. in when they were in high school and have continued playing so well. And the last Mustang to have the ball was Meg Gill, and that one's picked up by Alexis Morris. So the North, Har North Hartford coach is getting a lot of love right now. Yes, she is. Getting to see her girls go.
Elizabethtown, on the other hand, as opposed to Stevenson, does need to go to goal. They need to try to close the gap on this score. Stevenson's up by four. It's seven to three. They don't really have a lot of time to waste. I'm sure they're looking to go to goal as quickly as possible. But Stevenson's defense is making that a little bit yeah. difficult for them to do so. Playing good position defense right now are the Mustangs. And we're going to get a three-second call. Am I correct on that, MC? I I can't think of what else it would have been. And there were some defenders who were packed in there a little bit. There were. I thought perhaps it was going to be a hold, off-ball hold. But that's not where the... Uh, Ball is being given to Elizabethtown. It would have been over to the side, so it must have been a three-second call. And Caitlin Knight makes good on the free position shot. That'll close it to seven to four with 139 to go. Just the seventh shot by the Blue Jays. Again, showing that shooting efficiency. That's a really good shooting percentage, over 50%. It was five to zero. It's now seven to four. So now, within the second half of this first half, the Blue Jays have dominated. It, they've they've had a score of four to two in the second half of this first half. Back at the draw, Lagar. And she again gains that possession and also credit the hustle of Olivia Baker. Yeah, that's a great ground ball. It's just as important for the ladies around the circle to get in there and help with the ground ball control because often that ball will hit the ground on the draw. Warner drives in, pushes it behind the goal to Merrick. And now it's Marissa Michael John all the way up top. And even though they don't need to score, I'm quite sure they would like to score going into halftime and uh, having the momentum be on their side. Right side dodge attempt by Leah Warner. She still has possession as we get down towards 45 seconds left here in the first half. She is quickly being double teamed when she's attempting to go. But what's happening is then that means there's then a Stevenson player open who's not taking advantage of that situation. And Kelly McLaughlin drove in, got it checked away. And now it's with Michael John. She's got a head of steam. Pulls it out to the right side, gets it to Mandy Marston. Only about 20 seconds left in this half. McLaughlin pushes it behind. And now it's Merrick. Erica Rilt. And Marston's going to take a dodge with eight seconds left in the half. Rolls back for her left hand. Still three seconds. And that's going to be a check call against the Mustangs. And that'll do it for the first half. Seven to four, your score. MC, quick thoughts on how well the Mustangs were able to control play here in the first half. Well, they certainly controlled possession of the ball. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But they began to let Elizabethtown back into the game, and I don't like to see that. Yeah. I wanted to see the Mustangs have great possessions of the ball and convert them into goals. And the other thing you know coming in is that 
Elizabethtown has enough talent where they're not just going to go away. Stevenson gets out to that 5 nothing lead. Credit Coach Kathy Raley with a great scouting report, a great game plan. As we get into the, the game today, we saw how prepared the Mustangs were, and you also have to anticipate that Elizabethtown is going to make some plays. I mean, they have players who have – 29 and 33 goals, respectively. They're going to be heard from in the course of the afternoon. That's absolutely right. They're, and these two teams were both undefeated in the conference, so they're not. Elizabethtown is not going to go away. They're going to fight, fight, fight to the finish. And and we've seen that. We've seen them fighting back and chipping away at that big lead that Stevenson had. We'll be back with more of the All Access Halftime Show here on SFMSports.net. Listen to high school and college sports live, mobile, and on demand at sfmsports.net. Powered by the Maryland Army National Guard. Stop into your local Green Turtle any day of the week and discover why they have the best burgers in town. And just to prove it, for a limited time, the Turtle is featuring a different burger every day of the week for only $6.99. Their burgers are fresh, never frozen, certified Angus beef, char-grilled to perfection, and served on a buttered brioche bun. And for only $6.99, you have no excuse not to try one today. Visit thegreenturtle.com for more details and the schedule of featured burgers. The Green Turtle, feed your passion. The time has now come when all of their hard work and dedication is put to the ultimate test. They will put it all on the line to become NCAA champions. And you can experience it live. Be there at the 2013 NCAA Divisions 2 and 3 Women's Lacrosse Championships, May 18th and 19th in Owings Mills, Maryland, hosted by Stevenson University. Get your NCAA championship tickets today at NCAA.com slash tickets and make a date with champions. hard work. But the new easy-to-hold two-liter contour bottle from Coca-Cola makes it a little easier to bring everybody together. More delicious Coke means more sharing. And with more sharing comes more chances for unforgettable family moments around the table. Plan on serving up the new Coca-Cola two-liter contour bottle at your next meal and bring a smile to everyone. Isn't it time you gave your career the green light? Stevenson University can help you advance your career with interesting degree programs highly sought by area employers. Whether you want to start or complete your degree, Stevenson offers accelerated and flexible options for working adults. Register now at stevenson.edu for our next Networking for Knowledge information session and sign up for a free career consultation. It's time you give your career the green light at Stevenson University. and Mustangs Lacrosse from sfmsports.net. Now, the all-access halftime show. Halftime 
rolling on here at Mustang Stadium, Booker Corrigan and Coach MC McFadden. Let's go over some of the highlights of the first half action. Statistically, Stevenson really dominating all aspects of the score sheet. But here we go with some of the great excitement that developed for the Mustangs women's lacrosse program in the first half. That was a great save by Leanne Dittner. Right low, nice, hard, low shot. Very difficult save to make for her, and she was all over that. Great save by Bittner and a momentum-building save, too, because that stopped the momentum that Elizabethtown was trying to generate when the score was one nothing. That's right. That was early in the game, and that shut them right down. I see Lee Warner with the ball. I think she's going to make a nice move here to goal. Sweeps across, little dump inside, and Amanda Lagar with the finish. What a draw. She drew the double team. Amanda took advantage of that by going to goal and being wide open. And then Leanne Warner calling her own number there and squeaking it in between goaltender Wardman and the pipe. And using her left hand, which we yep. don't see her do a whole lot. If she's coming from a free position shot on goal, actually. Didn't really have a great angle either. Really needed to use her left hand and did so. And beat Rachel Waldman between the body in the pipe and that is a tight little play to make and here's the great pass play that we saw on the free position as I said the great pass <laughs> that was Chelsea yeah. Cavey and that was yeah. her first goal of the season that's first why career she goal. she's so happy and excited and that was a great uh, shot by yeah. her actually it was nifty little dodge on yeah. the inside yeah, she was tightly defended Maybe now you can call your yeah. play. <laughs> this is a fast play. <laughs> the cross-crease feed off the free position. And notice, Merrick catches that ball with her feet moving. And releases the yep. shot with her feet moving. Vital that she's able to do that. A lot of times you'll see players stand still and try and shoot, and that makes it so easy for the goalie to come up and go stick on stick. Let's get another great look at Leanne Bittner making another save in the first half. And that's not just an average Joe driving in there. That's Leanne Flonlacker. Flonlacker coming in with 51 points in seven games. That's right, yeah. and she's nothing today thus far. So Stevenson's done a really good job of defending her, and Leanne really stepped up to that save. And we will take a quick break here on SFMSports.net, but we'll be back with more first-half analysis and the start of the second half. You're watching Stevenson Mustang Athletics on SFMSports.net. So your RM degree has gotten you this far. Now you're ready to give your career the green light and accelerate your RN to BS nursing degree. At Stevenson University, you get the skills you need to advance into higher levels of professional nursing, and you can learn at a pace that's right for you, on-site or online. Register now at stevenson.edu for our next RN to BS networking for knowledge information session and sign up for a free career consultation. Greenlight your RN to BS degree at Stevenson University. The Stevenson University Alumni Association has a long-standing tradition of providing many programs that affords the more than 15,000 alumni to stay involved in the college. Through career and internship fairs, alumni happy hours, sporting events and outings, and open houses, the Stevenson University alumni are able to stay connected to the university, students, fellow alumni, and the community to learn about the SU Alumni Association programs and upcoming events. 
Visit stevenson.edu slash alumni. The time has now come when all of their hard work and dedication is put to the ultimate test. They will put it all on the line to become NCAA champions. And you can experience it live. Be there at the 2013 NCAA Divisions 2 and 3 Women's Lacrosse Championships, May 18th and 19th in Owings Mills, Maryland, hosted by Stevenson University. Get your NCAA championship tickets today at NCAA.com slash tickets and make a date with champions. Stop into your local Green Turtle any day of the week and discover why they have the best burgers in town. And just to prove it, for a limited time, the Turtle is featuring a different burger every day of the week for only $6.99. Their burgers are fresh, never frozen, certified Angus beef, char-grilled to perfection, and served on a buttered brioche bun. And for only $6.99, you have no excuse not to try one today. Visit thegreenturtle.com for more details and the schedule of featured burgers. The Green Turtle, feed your passion. This is Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse online, mobile, and on demand for sfmsports.net. And let's get right to the out-of-town scoreboard, which is brought to you by the Green Turtle in Owings Mills, home of a great lunch or dinner or happy hour occasion. Get to the Green Turtle in Owings Mills. Sweetbriar playing at Bridgewater 4-3 to in the first half at the 19-minute mark. A final score at Hood Messiah, a 17 to 1 winner over Hood. 8 to 6 the score at Mount Washington. St. Mary's trailing there. St. Mary's a team that we saw the Stevenson Mustangs play. Frostburg State getting dominated by York, the number 11 team in the country. And of course, a big one in Cortland. Brockport losing in overtime 12 11. Great event there. And McDaniel Gettysburg, a neighborhood rivalry. Gettysburg winning 11 or up 11 to 5 right now in the first half. That is your out of town scoreboard brought to you by the Owings Mills Green Turtle right there on Red Run Boulevard. Make sure you get there for an amazing lunch, dinner, or happy hour event. The Green Turtle and Owings Mills. MC, let's talk about some of the changes you might anticipate Stevenson making or Elizabethtown making. Well, if I were Elizabethtown, I think I would be telling my kids to really attack the goal with their feet because what's happening is Stevenson's doing a very nice job of defending the team offense. It's when a kid comes in with a head of steam that they're not doing such a nice job. And Elizabethtown has four goals. Two have been scored on free positions, and they are two for two in free position shots. So we're fouling them when they're going hard to goal. So that needs to stop by Stevenson, but I would certainly tell my kids, keep going to goal, keep going to goal. On the Stevenson side, if I were Kathy Riley, and what she probably said was, come out hard again. Let's let's have a, the second half start the way the first half did when we went on a five-goal streak. We were winning five to nothing before uh, Elizabethtown started to eke their way back in. Um, keep attacking, keep attacking, and keep possession like they did. And the that sheet clearly dominated by the Mustangs in the first half. Goals for the Mustangs. Leah Warner with two. Michael John one. Lagar one. Merrick one. Wagner one. And Chelsea Cavey with her first goal of the season for Elizabethtown. Henrikowicz two. Caitlin Knight, Becky Porter one each. 
and a quick face-off win and goal. Michelle Grasso coming up with that one. And now it's 7-5, to five, early second-half action. It's a definite new ball game here. Um, again, went hard to goal, so Stevenson needs to do a good job of really playing some good team defense down there and, and double-teaming the ball as it's co coming in hard to goal. The, the girl we haven't seen or heard from so much today is Slamlacker, who is such a potent scorer for Elizabethtown. So Stevenson's doing a good job on her. Just need to do a good job on everybody else. And Bittner got off such, to such a nice start in the first half. Didn't have a lot of shots. Then she had that amazing save. You got to hope that she's going to be able to build some momentum like that here in the second half as Stevenson needs this all-important conference game. Another draw control. This time Emily Butler comes up with it for the Blue Jays. Butler shares it across the top with Michelle Grasso. Behind the cage, number 18, Becky Porter, one of the leading scorers. And now it's up top with Caitlin Knight. Katie Ray pushes it behind. Nice little dodge attempt. You see the use of the left hand there. And now it's in with Flonlacker. Flonlacker double-teamed, whistle blows. That looked like a pretty good check from up here, Booker, I have to say. Sorry, but it did. You see referee Nigel Tufnell putting the ladies in position. Now, I don't know why the ball is way over there when the check occurred from the right side of the goal. And Becky Porter doing it, and Stevenson wins the race to the end line, although you saw some tap dance in there. That's Olivia Baker doing a nice job with her hustle. And it's going to be those hustle plays that are going to add up to being the difference in today's game. That's absolutely right. As Elizabethtown has pulled it to 7-5 now. Shots still 19-9. Olivia Baker, captain, senior defensive captain. We said earlier that she does such a nice job clearing the ball and making good decisions with the ball. And here's Michael John getting it from Catherine Merrick. Michael John comfortable behind the cage. Great pass on the inside to Leah Warner. Warner from Michael John. That is pretty, pretty lacrosse. That was a really nice play. Not only was it a great pinpoint pass, but Leah Warner was totally defended. She, Her defender was right on her, and she had to make a nice pressure-filled catch and make a nice shot as well. So that was a great play by Stevenson. Great sharing of the ball. A lot of girls getting a touch. And you see the beneficiary, Leah Warner, extending her point lead over the course of the season. She now well over 25 goals. Amanda Lagarde did such a great job in the first half with the draw controls, but uh, hasn't been so successful, so maybe I just gave her yeah. good luck. As you, as you mentioned it. <laughs> she, she heard me. Yeah, she rises to the occasion. Yeah, that was perfect. That was beautiful. She flipped it right up to herself, 
and uh, her opponent had no chance of reaching over and getting that ball. Michael John, great feed behind, and Merrick deposits the ball quickly into the back of the hammock. Two and the Mustangs, by, yeah. I'm sorry, I cut you yeah, off. It's but okay. Two great looks by Michael John. She's doing. She's having great vision with the ball behind the goal. Merrick, Michael John, Marston, McLaughlin, love them. Great <laughs> you love group. Yeah. You love the yep. M. Stevenson really needs to keep maintaining the draw control because we've seen when Elizabethtown gets it, they have the ability to score. So it's very, very important for Amanda to do a good job and to have help from her teammates on the circle to get in there and help her do a good job on the draws. And Barry Rosenstein wins that one quickly to herself. And an open player on the side of the field, and that's the connection. Number 10, Leanne Flonlacker. And First that's time we've seen her. Yeah, beautiful transition lacrosse. MC, you said in your keys to the game, Stevenson's going to have to be back and play good transition defense. That's an instance where Becky Porter is able to connect with Leanne Flonlacker. And that's those are the right. ones. That's right. We did know that going into this game that Elizabethtown was very good in transition. They quickly got the ball into their attacking end. So, yes, you're correct. Stevenson does need to do a better job of getting back more quickly. Nine to six, your score. Twenty-seven forty left here in the second half. Lots of action here on SFMSports.net. Come on, Barry! Come on, Barry! It's a great job by Kelly McLaughlin getting in there very quickly. That's a case where it's not the person taking the draw, but really depending on her teammate to get in there and get the ground ball off of the draw. Tori Wagner possesses behind the cage. They've had some success here in the second half. Feeding from behind to cutters up top. You see the off-ball picks setting up for right-handed cuts. That's just great coaching, too. That is great coaching, and Kathy really, really has her girls well-trained. They set picks well. They uh, set picks in a stationary manner, which is really important in women's lacrosse. You cannot set a moving pick. So she's done a great job training her girls to do so. And they've scored several goals off of picks today. Picks and feeds. Stevenson possesses behind. We haven't seen Leah Warner be the feeder very much today. She's really been the recipient quite often of the pass into the front of the goal. Kelly McLaughlin comes out lefty, pushes it over to Mandy Marston. Marissa Michaeljohn gets it back. What a save by Waldman going across her body. On the shot by Michael John, possession awarded with the backup by Merrick. Mustangs will have the ball. And Waldman all, almost beat Catherine Merrick to that ball. She was very, very quick. Lagar gets it over to Mandy Marston, and now it's Marissa Michael John. Mustangs slowing it down, taking their time. such a fine line between taking your foot off the gas and being deliberate and capitalizing on opportunities. 
I agree with you, but they're very smart to really use the, let the clock be their friend since we have a 9-6 to six score. Uh, the longer they possess the ball, the longer they keep it out of, of Elizabethtown's stick. That's and Elizabethtown right. has done a really nice job of transition and a quick goal. So they're, Stevenson is trying to prevent that. Nice play on the inside. Rachel Waldman comes up with the ball, goes loose. And a great pickup by Tori Wagner. And again, Waldman being in the right place at the right time, she really is forcing Stevenson to make some poor decisions on their shots. That was right into her stick. So Stevenson needs to do a better job of really placing the ball around Waldman. Free position on the far side. Not a great angle. Except that she's a right-handed, dominantly right-handed player, so she'll be coming across the goal to her right side. So that is helpful. And a great low shot. Credit Tori Wagner with the goal on the free position. And that puts the Mustangs back up 10-6. A nice place for the Mustangs to be with 25 minutes left here in the first half. Second half. Excuse me, second half. Yeah, Stevenson, they could really put this game out of reach if they step on the gas a little bit, like you said, Booker, and and just continue. Let's step on their necks while you have them down kind of a situation. You really want your team to take advantage of this and put the game out of reach if they can do so, which means keeping the ball out of Elizabethtown's stick. And that also means taking quality shots against a good goalie like Rachel Waldman. I agree with you. I think she's doing a really nice job today. She really... Kathy really told me earlier she's a very good goalie with a very quick stick, and I see why she said that. Olivia Baker comes up with a loose ball off the draw, and Mustangs playing. Make it, take it. It's a great way to build momentum. Leah Warner, shot goal. Great little stutter step by Leah Warner. Uh, got her defense sort of back on their heels. We saw three girls, at two actually defending her, and a third coming over to defend her, but she got a really nice shot off. Great job by Leah Warner. Leah Warner, you got a gun in your waist. Please don't shoot up the place. Driving hard to the cage. <laughs> Sting in the corner. They might need to repair that net down there. She does shoot hard. There's no doubt about that. She doesn't give Waldman very much time to react to her shot because it is quite hard. And I think Leah Warner's going to take this draw as well. She can do it all. Barry Rosenstein for Elizabeth, right here from Owings Mills. She went to Owings Mills High School. And now it's Emily Butler with possession. Shares it up top with Becky Porter. And Porter's one of those players they're going to need to get going. Statistically, right up at the top of the stat sheet in every category. Either one or two in all areas for the Blue Jays. And there is Porter getting the shot off. Great feed by number 10, Leanne Flonlacher, but even a better finish by Becky Porter. Nice bounce shot. Playing great in tight spaces right there. Right. she's And those two, we, they are the high scorers. They look for each other. They feed each other. Uh, that was a beautifully placed shot by Porter right next to Leanne's feet. Very difficult to make that save for a goalie. So we get a shot of Leanne Bittner stretching out a little bit, wants to stay loose, exploding to the ball. So important in the 
goaltending positions. You can't lay back and wait for the ball to come to you. you got to explode to the place it's coming from. That's right. Your body position is really important when you're in the goal. And Leanne's doing a little stretch telling herself, it's okay, it's okay. That's one. That's yep. one. We still have four goals on them. I'll get the next one. Tough position to be in for a goalie. Great ground ball by Kelly McLaughlin. So quick. Got a little shiver me timber on that ground ball pickup by Elizabethtown. So she gets a free position. And she's very fast. She's one of the fastest on this team when she really puts her mind to it. McLaughlin feathers one behind the cage, and now they're going to get it over to Catherine Merrick. Merrick all the way up top to Leanne Warner. Leah Warner shot goal. I love that shot. I love that shot. And the reason I love that shot is no one expected her to take a shot from just inside that eight-meter mark. And it really it took everybody on Elizabethtown by surprise, including, obviously, the goalie. That was an awesome shot. That's that power yeah. shot we've been talking about. And changing planes, shooting from high to low. Women generally take close range shots and the reason being you referenced this earlier but the shallow pocket in a women's stick it doesn't allow them to wind up like men right. can um, and so you they need to take shots in a little bit closer so that was a really really great shot by Leah Warner Back to a five-goal lead for the Mustangs and driving in on that one. Emily Butler for the Blue Jays has it checked away by a pair of Mustang defenders. She's going to be given possession. She is. The check was a little high, too close to her head. Good, good feet by Kelly McLaughlin in that defense. Good, quick little feet. And Elizabethtown again down by five as we creep towards the 23-minute mark remaining here in the second half. Nice patient offense right now, getting everybody a touch for the Blue Jays. But again, the ball finds its way back to Becky Porter. Nice inside feed, handled well. That's as pretty a goal as we've seen. Maddie Jackson catching the ball in traffic and finishing the play. In traffic with the check being thrown, no less. So she did a really good job of concentrating on that catch and releasing a quick shot. Uh, we see a goalie change being made right now. I think they're going to give Leanne Fittner a little bit of a break. And coming in, Maggie Lauder. The freshman out of Mercy. She's a resident of Perry Hall, Maryland. And now we get another late sub on the backside. Fresh legs into the game for the Mustangs. Smart idea. Hot day. You want to give your, your kids a break every now and then? Let them get some water, stay hydrated. Barry Rosenstein wins that one again. Nice push by her, pushing the ball forward. And now it's behind the cage with Leanne Flonlacker. 
Grasso gets it back up top. And the Blue Jays, he can sense a little bit more pep in their step. Maddie Jackson, who just had that beautiful play in that tight space. Rosenstein with some room to dodge, but turned away by Marissa Michael John. Another opportunity for the Blue Jays. That's actually an off-ball call. It was a hold, meaning the Stevenson player kept the Elizabethtown player from making the moves and the cut that she wanted to make. Great save by Lauder. She goes down low to prevent that offering by Maddie Jackson. Welcome to the game, Maggie Lauder. Yeah. Way to step in there and make a save on the first shot you see. Lauder. A little high on the yeah. pass. Ball pinballs around. And it's corralled well by Emily Butler. Butler now a little split dodge to free her hands and gets it over to Becky Porter. And they go all the way behind the cage to Leanne Flonlacher. Nice play on the ball by 26, Katie Reeb. And now we get a backdoor cut, driving in Emily Butler. And a nice pass to the inside. Ball knocked to the ground, as is the Blue Jay offensive player. And Stevenson will come out with the clear, a clear they sorely needed. And that's Emily Bowler. We saw her a little bit earlier in the game, but haven't seen much of her since. So a nice clear by her out of the defensive end. Megan Ninja, we have... Yeah, Nahawit's doing Nahawit. a nice Nahawit. job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I always call her Ninja. Doing a really nice job of clearing the ball. She has been playing a lot of defense today. We've actually seen her playing a lot on Porter today from Elizabethtown. So she had a, a specific job that she was given for today, but now we're seeing her down into the offensive end. The referees are going to talk about this one. Yeah, they're calling, I believe, it's a double foul. I believe they're calling a charge on Stevenson and a push on Elizabethtown. And so, therefore, there's a throw. That's called a throw when there's a double foul. They just toss it up, and whoever's quicker gets the yep. ball. And in that instance, it's Alexis Morris coming up with it for the Blue Jays. And Elizabethtown trying to mount a comeback. 20 minutes remaining here, second half. Mustangs up by four, but it's certainly become an itchy little four-goal lead. Well, and itchy because we have seen that Elizabethtown can score pretty quickly once they get the ball down into their offensive end. That was a nice ride by Stevenson, a nice double team. They couldn't corral the ball. Nice ground ball play by Natalie Herkenowitz who opened the scoring, did her Kennewitz for the Blue Jays. She sure did. First two goals were scored by her. And here you get an example of the power of Leanne Flonlacher as she just ducks her shoulder down. The sophomore out of Stephen Decatur High School in Ocean City, Maryland. And she's going to get a free position dead center. It's a tough one for Lauder. But she makes the save. She, that was a great save by Maggie. She was in the right place at the right time. 
However, Flound Lacker really should have carried the ball in for a step or two and made Maggie move. It seemed like she took about one half step yeah. and then was already winding up the shoot. Yeah. That, that gives the goalie plenty of time to really key in on a free position shot. The goalie is already keying in on the shot. Um, unlike, uh-oh, that's dangerous, obviously. Yes, it is, and that's he all. Was, that's Flom Lacker. She wasn't going to make the same mistake twice, was she? No, lots of fakes. That's a great shot. Yeah, lots of fakes, lots of good finishes right there. One-on-one shot with the goalie. Offense should generally make that shot, but she did a really good job of shooting right around Maggie Lauder. That was a really nice shot and a nice interception. So that's two interceptions we've seen on Maggie Lauder, two errant passes by Maggie on the clear. So she just needs to settle down and take care of the ball a little bit and, and hold on to the ball. Wait for her teammate to be open and to come to her. And we're getting a random stick check. Referee David St. Hubbins is going to check the sticks there on the low side. They all seem to check out well. Supposed to be two random stick checks per half in women's lacrosse. Any two players the referees can choose, but one from each team, just to keep everybody on the up and up. And you see some pre-draw hustle right there. Megan Beckman, the junior from Spring Grove, Pennsylvania, going all the way around, and that's right where the ball went. Emily Butler comes up with it for Elizabethtown. They have a chance to cut it to a two-goal game. Barry Rosenstein pushes it down the wing, pass, pick, knocked to the ground, and now possession gained by the Mustang Shelby Walter. And Walter goes for the long looping pass up the field and great hustle play by Catherine Merrick. That was a great play by Catherine Merrick. Uh, Shelby really needed her help on that one, too. So we've seen a couple of errant passes by the Stevenson defense, whether it be from the goalie or a field player, as they're clearing the ball out. And they really need to make their clear passes shorter and to take their time and make a really good decision with the ball. They need to just slow it down a little bit. Kelly McLaughlin all the way up top, loops it over to Lagar. And you see Marissa Michael John being basically face guarded right now. She's got to work to get the ball. Elizabethtown, it seems like they don't want to let her be the player to beat them. Michael John in the first half, credited with one goal. She has two assists already here in the second half. And now Michael John comes up top to get possession. Nice move underneath. Ball checked away. And even from up here, you can get a feel for that intensity that Marissa Michael John brings to the game. She always brings intensity to the game. She works hard on the field all the time. So her stick was held on that check. And you you have to have a quick release on a check and then it's across. And you see Michael John make good on the free position. Her stick was checked on the shot, but it was enough on it to get past the goaltender. And that's going to make it 13 to 9, 28 to 15 on the shots. Again, Stevenson finding a way to dominate statistically all over the field. I'm and interested to see the replay on that booger if we do see it because it looked almost like the ball rebounded off of Alexis Morris's stick when she went in to make the check, and that actually deflected the ball around her goalie. 
Yeah, it was like a, a, a knuckler. It was. Or an off-speed pitch. Great crown ball by Meg Gill. So, so she's full of so much hustle all the time. And we're seeing a card being delivered Ooh. to uh, Elizabethtown. So Stevenson will be up a man for two minutes. Again, unless the goal is scored because cards are releasable. The foul, foul called on Ashley Orsler. This is Slash, so her check was out of control a little bit. McLaughlin to Michael John, and now it's behind the cage with Warner. Nice cut. Mandy Marston gets pushed away. She's another speedy one. And you see her feet moving. She's like a little water bug because her feet move so quickly and such quick little steps. But that's good because she can change direction very well and very quickly. Oh, unlucky. That was a nice move by her just wide. Stevenson with possession behind the cage. Sixteen and a half minutes left in the game. And again, we talked about that fine line between taking your foot off the gas and being deliberate and intentional. Intelligent play right now. Michael John with possession, driving right. He goes back to the middle. Great save by Waldman. Michael John takes a whack in the head. Ball ends up back with Wardman. And now referee on the far side has an issue. I think she's making sure everybody's okay because Marissa Michael John actually got clocked a little bit when she had the ball before. And it wasn't called. And I think she was the referee, Bobby. I think Fleckman, it's Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Fleckman. Was um, just making sure she was okay. Yep. Maddie Jackson with possession for the Elizabethtown Blue Jays. can hear the wind. It's windy down on the field. Hot wind yeah. today, but the flags are blowing like crazy. A nice warm breeze. Yeah. Tropical almost. <laughs> Great hustle by Catherine Merrick. Catherine's had a really nice game today. She's done so many things well. Not only does she have a couple of goals, but she's made some feeds. She's She's really helped with her hustle and ground balls. Oh, what a save by Waldman. Shutting the door on Mandy Marston. Great cut, great feed. Michael John hits her in stride, but Waldman matches stick on stick. Well, and that's exactly the issue on that shot, Booker. Stick on stick. So Mandy came in and released her shot from her stick was high to a high shot. High to low would have been a better option for her. Still a lot of time left in this game. 
We've seen Elizabethtown has the ability to score once they get the ball down into their attacking end. And there's a little bit over 14 minutes left, so plenty of time. Alexis Morris gets the ball from Erica Hawkins, but has it checked away. Here's Marissa Michael-John with a head of steam. Hawkins hustling back. Michael-John goes left to left on the split dodge. Ball pops out. And now we get a violation against Elizabethtown. But I'll tell you, Marissa Michael-John is gritty. She is gritty. And Elizabethtown did a really nice job of riding her. She was running into goal. And I'm not quite so sure that that was a foul. It looked to me like Marissa really just dropped the ball and uh, because she was cradling it in her non-dominant hand. Great finish to the play Great by finish. Michael John. And she could have earned that goal from the time she caught the ball up near midfield and just went so hard. I think you gained the affection of the official. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps she did a little bit, but uh, that was a great finish by her. That was a really nice shot, low, off, thick side of the goalie. I love it when people are watching a goaltender play and they say, oh, the goalie's really weak in the low corners and when you're running and you shoot off hip back against, like, every goalie's weak there. Right. That's, that's the you shot. Sting the right. low off stick corner, every goalie's weak there. Right, because you have to know that the goalie's stance, she's holding her stick high on her, her dominant side. So if you can shoot low on her non-dominant side, that's a great area that the goalie has to cover with stick movement. Great ground ball pickup by Meg Gill. And she pushes it across quickly. A little 2-0-1 developing, but Elizabethtown back to stop Leah Warner. They do do that well, Booker, don't yep. they? They get back very quickly. They really defend that eight-meter arc very well. They're there for each other. They look to double-team quickly and to really help each other out in the defensive end. 14-9, to your score, 13-20 remaining. Here in the second half, Booker Corrigan and MC McFadden bringing you the call on sfmsports.net. Michael John, a, just a dominant performance by her today. Great save by Waldman. Loose ball collected by Leah Warner. She takes about six shots. Yeah. That's a violation. The first shot should have been the first call. There's a little bit of a hell of a whistle on that. I'm not sure why because she got creamed pretty well. Well, they want to allow the advantage to continue until she drops the ball. And a great finish to the play. She earned that one with a couple hits. But Leah Warner and MC, help me understand that if you're driving to the cage and somebody hits you, but they don't knock the ball away, should they blow the whistle or should they allow the play to continue? I believe it depends on how much of a shot the attacker takes. Okay. If she a, took if one. A, she took a shot. Yeah. So they can call that immediately. The thing is that I did not see an official raise their hand with a flag in their hand, and that means they've noticed the foul, and it's a held whistle. Um, I didn't see that occur at all. And they waited for the second and third shot to occur to Leah before they made the call. So great shot by Leah again. Stevenson seems to have found a weak spot in a, in the goal circle of Elizabethtown. They're, they're scoring on a lot of bounce shots today. Um, they thought that the Elizabethtown goalie was going to be very strong, low. She's tall. She takes up a good bit yeah. of the cage. She's pretty tall, so getting down low is more difficult for her. But she doesn't today. give you a lot of net to 
see when you turn the corner or you make that catch or you make a play. You, you don't see a lot of openings against her, so it makes it harder for the shooters. But Stevenson has clearly risen to the occasion today. I agree. I think their shooting has been really good today, really on target. Once they really started finding the holes in the net, they've continued to do so. Um, but you're right. Wadman really does take up a lot. She takes up space because she's tall, but she has such great body position. She great really she steps out off of the goal line, which does take the angle off of the, from the shooter. And FC, let me now ask, because with the 12.55 left here, a timeout being called, six-goal lead for the Mustangs against the dangerous Elizabethtown team, at what point do you really fully take your foot off the gas? Well, I think when they they can really start eating up the clock a little bit now, Stevenson can. I don't think they'll stop going to goal or put in a sum. I mean, there's just way too much time left to do that. I certainly wouldn't like to see them do that. I think Kathy really respects the game too much to do that. Um, there are some teams who would do that, by the way. However, I think they'll still go to goal, but, but because of the heat, because of the lead, because Elizabethtown has the ability to score when they get possession, Stevenson should really take some time, make the clock be their friend, take some time, work their plays all the way through, possess the ball a little bit, really tire out this Elizabethtown defense if they aren't already tired. They've played a lot of defense today. They really have. The, yeah. Stevenson has dominated the time of possession. We are out from the timeout. 15-9, to nine, your score, Stevenson. As good a game as I've seen them play in my time. I've done Stevenson games for two and a half years now. They're definitely playing great lacrosse and credit coach Kathy Raley and her great coaching staff for bringing out the best in their ladies. She does have a nice crew who coaches alongside with her. But they, I agree with you. I think Stevenson is playing very well today. And another tough ground ball pickup by guess who? May Gill. She's so tough. She doesn't back down from anybody or anything. I mean, right there's a traffic situation where she's going into sticks to scoop the ball, and nobody else wanted to put their nose down and scoop it, and Meg Gill certainly does that. She's not afraid to do so. If you're playing chicken with her, she's probably going to win 100% of the time. Catherine Merrick behind the cage now. We've seen Mandy Marston, who has the ball right now, take some really nice shots or get herself in position to take some really nice shots today. But her shots have been quite often into the goalie stick. So once she finds the hole and gets the lid off, she could be really proficient in scoring today. Great outside roll by Marissa Michael-John. That was a beautiful shot. It looked to me like Elizabethtown was a little flat-footed on that shot. They didn't expect Marissa to roll back and release the shot. I think they really just expected her to retreat and go behind the goal. But that was beautiful. That was a great move. Marissa, angle. Marissa Michael John's fourth goal of the day. She drives up right-handed and then outside rolls back out to the her left hand but buries it in the low corner. And that's a move that just takes a lot of practice. Here we'll get a chance to look at the replay. Michael John right-handed, drives up above goal line extended, outside roll, switches to her left. Great finish. Great finish. Well-placed shot. Quick, quick little move, quick little roll. Totally put her defender on her back. Elizabethtown controls the ensuing draw. 
Barry Rosenstein shares it across the top with Ashley Orsler. And now it's in the capable hands of Becky Porter. Back over to Rosenstein. Maddie Jackson now shares it with Caitlin Knight. Knight drives right-handed. And might get a free position here for the Blue Jays as they trail 16-9. Mustangs stretching their lead through just tremendous offensive proficiency. Correct. I agree with that. Great save, Lawler. Good job by Maggie Lauder. Remember, she came in recently to the game. So she doesn't have the, she didn't have the luxury of playing all game and, and being really mentally into the game, but she stepped in and has really done a nice job. The ninja tries to drive it all the way in. Ball comes out of her stick just at the moment of truth. So Elizabethtown will set to clear. Shots today, 35-16 in favor of the Mustangs. That's great. They should just keep shooting, keep shooting. We saw Elizabethtown make some some quick subs on the side on the fly. They're getting some fresh legs in, letting their starters get out, get hydrated a little bit before they have to come back in. Leanne Flonlecker driving to the cage, tries to feed it to the inside. Loose ball picked up by Caitlin Knight. And she's going to get it back to Flonlecker. Another great save by Lauder. And that was, again, being in the right place at the right time. Flonlecker really took herself off angle a bit. So Maggie just lined herself up, protected that goal post. No way she was letting a ball in between herself and the goal post. A really nice body position by her. Ball pops out of her stick on the clear attempt. Picked up but checked away. And now the ball pinballs around. Shot goal on the rebound. Nice finish play. Number 12, Maggie Grosso. Another one of those statistical leaders came into today's game with 17 goals for the Blue Jays. Maggie, you could tell she was really upset with herself. That was her errant pass that resulted in the goal for Elizabethtown. She's had a little bit of difficulty with her stick today as far as making some really direct passes. She certainly so, has, yeah. Yeah, she's done great as far as saves, but her clears have been a little questionable, so just something she needs to work on. But she's really doing a good job of making the save. And there we see a replay of her most recent save. Her body position is really good. Her goal position is really good. Lagar wins that face-off. I couldn't see her number. I wasn't sure it was her until I saw the quickness and the reach. And the reach. And that's textbook Amanda Lagar winning draws. She does a really good job of reaching up for the ball, really does a good job of keeping her eye on the ball as she's reaching, even though she knows the uh, opponents are crashing in on her. Kelly McLaughlin getting triple teamed there on the drive to the cage. And the freshman, she doesn't know how to back down either. No, she's a pretty tough kid, too, and very quick. Yeah, she got a uh, a push on that shot, and I uh, guess another one. Look, that looked to me like a uh, shooting space violation on Elizabeth Town. Oh, a backhand finish! Catherine Merrick, and they're going to count that as well they should. 
great little backhand shovel shot. And again, Marissa Michael John feeding the crease rather well and accurately today. She's really done a nice job. She's taken that that duty off of Leah Warner's hands a little bit today. We see Leah Warner quite often being the quarterback behind the goal. Marissa's done a great job of that. Um, that was a really nice shot by Catherine Merrick. Amanda Lagar at the faceoff logo going up against Rosenstein again. A matchup that's favored Lagar throughout the day. Yeah, she's done a really good job against well against all of the girls that are young women that Elizabethtown has put on that draw circle. Emily Butler comes down, split dodge right to right. Lauder stays high and shuts the door. Shuts the door, and look at that nice clear pass by Maggie Lauder. Well done by her. Way to stay mentally in that. Check across the body by Elizabethtown. Caitlin Knight calls for the violation against Marissa Michaeljohn. And you see the acceleration away. Michaeljohn just leaving Caitlin Knight in the dust. Yes, Caitlin Knight had no opportunity to get back in. And Leah Warner goes high to high on the finish, and it is now 18 to 10 with eight and a half minutes left. Stevenson pulling away, having some really good possessions, and taking some really good shots at this point. We saw Alexis Morris go out to defend Leah, and as soon as Alexis stepped towards her, Leah saw that occurring and went in the opposite direction. And Alexis could not recover defensively in, in, uh, to defend Leah as she went to goal. And the other thing I noticed you wearing, MC, is the One Love bracelet. I have one of those at home as well. I talk about them on my radio show. A great organization in memory of a great individual. Mm -hmm. I knew Yardley Love pretty well. She and my daughter played middle school and high school across together, and I remained friendly with her mom. Ball awarded to Barry Rosenstein. A nice catch on the play almost. Becky Porter is going to get possession for the Blue Jays. And again, you can really understand how tall a player Becky Porter is. 5'9". Yeah. She really is. She really is tall. I think Stevenson done, has done a really nice job defending the two top attackers on Elizabethtown today. We haven't seen a lot of production out of, out of either. And driving hard to the cage right there was Becky Porter. And it's going to be Stevenson ball to clear. Quick pass up the field. And Merrick has it. Long looping pass over to Leah Warner. Warner with a lane, but two defenders back. Warner finishes it. Leah Warner having a day here. She is having a day. And what she's doing so well is going very, very hard to goal and creating situations. She's creating her own opportunities by working so hard on the field when she has the ball on her stick. And they put a graphic up on the screen. Second half goals, Warner six, Elizabethtown six. That's pretty impressive. That'll tell you how great a second half Leah Warner's had. A replay, just a full acceleration, and she kind of confounded Rachel Waldman on the shot. Goaltender for Elizabethtown didn't know really where it was going till it was past her. She really has done a nice job, and we talked about her shot that's so hard. Well, that was certainly on display in that shot. Blew it right by her. Yeah, she's got real power and strength in her shot. 
Becky Porter with possession for the Blue Jays. Referee's position, Kelly McLaughlin, where she's meant to be. And now it's going to be Emily Butler. Maddie Jackson now left-handed, double-teamed by Stevenson. As we have seven minutes even remaining here in the second half. Nice inside pass, shot just wide by Porter, backed up by the Blue Jays, and they will maintain possession. Nice stick by Kelly McLaughlin, wasn't it? A little give-and-go attempt right there by the Blue Jays as Flonlacher tried to get it back to Porter on the cut. And now Maggie Lauder under a little peril but makes the nice clearing pass. That was a nice job by Maggie. And she was under pressure yeah. there and, and made a really nice pass. So good for her. Way to stay mentally strong. Catherine Merrick comes down right-handed now. They get it behind the cage to Marissa Michaeljohn. And Michaeljohn's had a nice little half here today. Michaeljohn's had a really good, good game because yeah. she's really controlling the ball quite a lot for Stevenson in their attacking end. I just think you you said this, Booker. I think Stevenson has had a very good game today. I, I believe they're playing really, really well. Catherine Merrick's had a nice game yep. today. Mandy Marston shares it across the top to the Ninja. Ninja comes in lefty. Megan Nahowitz. And now a pass to the inside. Nice save, Waldman. Goes stick on stick there in the tight quarters. Tori Wagner released a high-to-high shot. So Waldman was able to follow her with the stick. Again, you know, we've mentioned that you really need to throw a fake before your shot. Errant pass, ball pinballing everywhere, corralled by Merrick. Catherine Merrick has it checked away on the spin dodge, but she will be awarded possession. Again, that check being too close to Catherine said she's been very tough on ground balls today. Tori Wagner now possesses behind the cage. Under five minutes to play. Michael John has the ball pop out of her stick. Emily Butler. Timeout. And we have a timeout called on the field. As you see the girls, the women drop their sticks in the places where they were. Because in women's lacrosse, you can't move on the whistle. Yep. So as soon as the whistle is blown, you have to freeze wherever you are. So they have to return to the spot where they were before the whistle blew for the timeout. That timeout was called by Elizabethtown. And we will take a break as well. 19 to 10-year score here at Mustang Stadium on sfmsports.net. Isn't it time you gave your career the green light? Stevenson University can help you advance your career with interesting degree programs highly sought by area employers. Whether you want to start or complete your degree, Stevenson offers accelerated and flexible options for working adults. Register now at stevenson.edu for our next Networking for Knowledge information session and sign up for a free career consultation. It's time you give your career the green light. 
at Stevenson University. 21 Sports, one website. GoMustangSports.com, the official home of Stevenson University Athletics. Log on and follow the Mustangs all year with detailed game recaps, live stats, streaming audio and video, and interactive content. Be a part of the Mustangs Athletics experience at GoMustangSports.com. This is Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse, online, mobile, and on demand for sfmsports.net. And we are back at Mustang Stadium, Booker Corrigan, alongside MC McFadden, bringing you great women's lacrosse action. The Stevenson Mustangs comfortably ahead, 19-10, to against conference rival Elizabethtown MC. Is this the best you've seen Stevenson play so far this year? I am so excited about the way that they're playing today. I think they've done so many nice things on the field. On both ends of the field, we've seen two goalies make some really nice saves today. I think Stevenson's just playing smart and heads up. And, yeah, so I, I this year this is the best game I've seen them play. And in my pregame conversation with Coach Kathy Raley, she told me that this is a – talented and experienced Elizabethtown Blue Jays squad. Nice dodge at the midfield area. Emily Butler and turns it back as she is being double teamed. Splits the double team, comes out lefty. Shooting space violation is going to give her a free position. Either a shooting space or a three seconds. It was either. It was a shooting space, Booker. You're yeah. so smart. Oh, thanks. <laughs> And an off-hip shot, a well-placed shot by Becky Porter. No stranger to scoring goals. She came into today with 29. She's done a nice job all year long leading the way point-wise for Elizabethtown. Their leading goal scorer, Leah Flonlacker. And we just saw why Porter scores so many goals. That was not a power shot. That was a placed, a perfectly placed shot. And we talked in the open about it's not the quantity, but the quality of the shot, where you place it, and whether you're getting it from the middle of the field or the sides of that eight-meter arc. And she put herself in a really good position in front of the goal with lots of angle to shoot around Maggie Lauder. Barry Rosenstein wins the face-off. Ball checked several stick checks right there against Ariel Harris. Harris awarded possession, but a nice hustle play yeah. by her. Yeah, and a nice hustle play by May Gill, but she was a little overzealous in her checking, so they're going to call her on that check. Under four minutes to go now, and again, Butler driving hard. She's been a bit of an initiator for the Blue Jays here in the midfield. Rosenstein pushes it behind the cage. And they get it to Porter. Porter comes around right-handed. And Caitlin Knight draws the violation. She'll be given a free position. They called Olivia Baker for three seconds. And again, you have to, the defense has to be defending someone in order to just be standing in that arc area. And a tremendous shot. Number 13, Caitlin Knight finishing the play. Maggie Lauder had about the whole goal covered. She was in great position. She did the best that she could do on that shot. 
I mean, you bury it in the low. You bury it in the low corner, and that's a lot to ask off a free position shot for right. a goaltender to make that save. It almost bounced in right off of that sidebar. It looks like. Of course, we're far away, but that's how it appeared from way up here and on the fifth floor. No glasses for me. No, none. Well, I don't need them, but you know. Referee David St. Hubbins doing his stick checks again. Two random stick checks per half. Catherine Merrick on the draw, Booker. We haven't seen her on the draw yet today. 19 to 12, your score now with 3.23 remaining in the game. You got to feel like the Mustangs are in position to pull this one out, but. Stranger things have happened, but I agree with you. I think that. The Mustangs are in position to pull this out. That's a blocking call. Blue Jays getting good hustle out of Katie Reeb. She draws the whistle, but the clock continues to run on these little procedural violations, so it certainly the ally of the Mustangs right now as they all wait at the 8-meter fan. Nice cut to the inside by Michelle Grasso. Ball picked up by Lauder, and Steven will be, Stevenson will be set to clear. In the last two minutes of the game and the end of the first half, the whistle, the clock will stop on every whistle. Into the game, Amanda Lagarde still working hard. Long looping pass. And Mandy Marston comes up with it for the Mustangs. Nice little shifty move by Shelby Walter. And she gets some room to run here. Walter coming right down Owings Mills Boulevard. And Marissa Michael John again comes up with the tough loose ball. If I were Shelby, I'd be saying thank you, Marissa Michael John, for coming up with that ball after I ran coast to coast and took a shot when I had five defenders on me. Catherine Merrick <laughs> settles it for the Mustangs. And Merrick now drives behind the cage. Minute and a half remaining here in the second Ooh. half. Tough check. That wasn't Mandy Marston. Mandy Marston with a little stop and go move. Now it's Catherine Kelly McLaughlin into Catherine Merrick. Great pass by Kelly McLaughlin. That diagonal pass means so much in the sport of lacrosse. Well, it works so well because the ball is coming from the backside, meaning. Kelly McLaughlin had the ball to the right of the goal, and Catherine's cut came from the left of the goal. So all the defense had shifted over and uh, left Catherine open on that backside. And, and Stevenson is really looking for that opening today, really use, utilizing it very, very well. Some great assists here in the second half. I agree with you. I, I believe that Stevenson is moving the ball so well and seeing their teammates so well and playing so unselfishly. Leah Warner at the draw. Marissa Michaeljohn picks up the loose ball and gets it to Kelly McLaughlin. McLaughlin a with a head of steam. Yeah, she's been a great connector today for Stevenson in that midfield. 
And McLaughlin cuts into the inside. Catherine Merrick tries to get the loose change. She hasn't given up yet, has she? No. The Mustangs, with 54 seconds left, they lead 20 to 12. Merrick pushes it behind, and Mandy Marston will drive right-handed. Tries to turn the corner, but defers back up to Kelly McLaughlin. Here's Marissa Michael-John. Wise decisions by Marissa. Stevenson doesn't want to force anything. They want this to be the end of the game. Agreed. Leah Warner comes up with the catch. Cross-body check against number 24, Kelly Poole, the freshman out of Ellicott City, went to Howard High School. Elizabethtown, we see their defense is pulling out, trying to cause a turnover. A little late for that. Yeah. You know, they may have tried that a little earlier in the game and really spread their defense a little bit, but they hung tight to that 8-meter arc instead. And Leah Warner turns her shoulder, shoots and scores with 5.4 seconds left to make it 21-12. That's the shot we we see her love to take quite often. Coming from the as you're facing the goal, she's going left to right, frees up her dominant hand, which is her right hand for the shot. Again, power really well placed. She's done a nice job of shooting today. Seven in this half, right? We just saw the stat earlier. Was She had six goals in this half, and I think yep. it's seven now. 5.4 seconds left in this one. 21 to 12. Mustangs ahead. They lead in shots 42 22. Draw controlled by Elizabethtown, but that'll do it. As dominating a performance over a high-quality opponent as we have seen lately, the Mustangs find a way to get the job done. MC, your thoughts on the second half? Well, the second half, I think Stevenson really straightened out what they were doing on the field. They were much more organized on the field. They did a better job in the attacking end of taking good shots. They did a, a nice job on the defensive end of really marking out of the play. Um, the two top scorers for Elizabethtown, we saw Maggie Lauder step in and do a nice job. We just saw the team all run to Maggie Lauder and tell her congratulations, including Leanne Bittner, who she replaced in the goal. So they're all proud of her for stepping in and doing a really good job as well. And you're right, Maggie Lauder did come in and make some tremendous saves, struggled with some clearing passes early, but seemed to sort them out. She and did. it really took some pressure on her to get those accurate passes. Some of her uncontested throws were the ones that kind of were more errant, but it'll be nice to have a chance to catch up with Coach Kathy Raley here at the end of the game, as we always do on SFMSports.net. We're going to step away briefly for a quick break, but we will have a chat with Coach Kathy Raley in a moment's time. Final score of the game, 21-12. You're watching Stevenson Mustangs Athletics here on SFMSports.net. The time has now come when all of their hard work and dedication is put to the ultimate test. They will put it all on the line to become NCAA champions. And you can experience it live. 
Be there at the 2013 NCAA Divisions 2 and 3 Women's Lacrosse Championships, May 18th and 19th in Owings Mills, Maryland, hosted by Stevenson University. Get your NCAA Championship tickets today at NCAA.com slash tickets and make a date with champions. 21 Sports, one website. GoMustangSports.com, the official home of Stevenson University Athletics. Log on and follow the Mustangs all year with detailed game recaps, live stats, streaming audio and video, and interactive content. Be a part of the Mustangs Athletics Experience at GoMustangSports.com. Stop into your local Green Turtle any day of the week and discover why they have the best burgers in town. And just to prove it, for a limited time, the Turtle is featuring a different burger every day of the week for only $6.99. Their burgers are fresh, never frozen, certified Angus beef, char-grilled to perfection, and served on a buttered brioche bun. And for only $6.99, you have no excuse not to try one today. Visit thegreenturtle.com for more details and the schedule of featured burgers. The Green Turtle, feed your passion. The Stevenson University Alumni Association has a long-standing tradition of providing many programs that afford the more than 15,000 alumni to stay involved in the college. Through career and internship fairs, alumni happy hours, sporting events and outings, and open houses, the Stevenson University alumni are able to stay connected to the university, students, fellow alumni, and the community. To learn about the SU Alumni Association programs and upcoming events, visit stevenson.edu slash alumni. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Isn't it time you gave your career the green light? Stevenson University can help you advance your career with interesting degree programs highly sought by area employers. Whether you want to start or complete your degree, Stevenson offers accelerated and flexible options for working adults. Register now at stevenson.edu for our next Networking for Knowledge information session and sign up for a free career consultation. It's time you give your career the green light at Stevenson University. This is an online, mobile, and on-demand presentation of Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse from sfmsports.net. Now, back to the press box for the all-access post-game show. And here we are with the sfmsports.net all-access post-game show. Booker Corgan and NFC McFadden joining you. MC, let's talk about Leah Warner briefly. We're going to have a conversation with her in a minute, but before she comes in, is there anything she did wrong today? I was just going to say, <laughs> there's a lot we could say about Leah Warner today. Let's start off with her statistics for the day. Nine goals, four assists. Her previous game point high was seven. Almost doubled that today. That's a big afternoon. Nine goals Really pulling out all the stops. And in a game that, you know, we kind of came into today's game thinking it was a bit of a toss-up. Stevenson just played a great full 
two halves of lacrosse. They really did, but they really poured it on in the second half. Leah had seven goals in the second half alone, two in the first. So, And that, that just really picked up the rest of the team's play as well. I actually think that her performance was a tribute to the play of her teammates as well. Right, and Marissa Michael-John, Mandy Marston, Kelly McLaughlin, all doing a great job pushing Catherine the ball. Merrick. Meg Gill, all doing a nice job playing their roles talk about how important it is for in women's lacrosse to have individuals who are willing to play the role that you need them to play well it is hard sometimes especially when you have someone like Leah's performance today you have someone like Aaliyah Warner who can score a lot of goals and gets a lot of accolades sometimes it's hard to be the role player but the defense did a great job today they had two really tough marks today in uh Porter and Flounlocker, and they did a great job on keeping their points their points down. They are both prolific scorers and assisters, um, so they did a great job. Uh, Amanda Lagar, great job on the draw control. Yes. Big, big stat in women's lacrosse is the draw control. Draw controls by halves. Stevenson dominating in the first half, 10-2, to 2, and that really set the tone for the day. Elizabethtown was able to take control in the second half of those draws, but by then it was kind of all over, but the shouting, and they kind of evened it up towards the end. But uh, Amanda Lagarde did a tremendous job with those draw controls. Let's talk about Meg Gill and those tough ground balls. May Gill doesn't back down from anybody or anything. So if there's a ball on the ground, a 50-50 ball, she's probably going to come up with that 50-50 ball. So you better be afraid, actually. Well, I'm also I'm going to tell you she did back down from the pregame dance. I thought she that did. we yeah she that committed to us that there was going to be something, mm-hmm. and all we got was a team circle. So yeah. we'll have mm-hmm. to you know there's scold yeah scold yeah mm-hmm. maybe a stern look. I agree right? with yeah. that. We'll put yeah. your daughter on it. Harry eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching Stevenson Mustangs lacrosse here on SFMSports.net. A great chance for us to recap. The momentum that they had, and you saw it throughout the game, but this is season-long momentum. This is now a 10-game winning streak. Great performance. Coach Raley and her staff really building this team for a season-long battle. I agree with that, and I think that this team was so well-prepared today. I think it was really obvious in the play and in the outcome of the game. Both of these teams were 2-0 and going in the conference, going into this game today. So a really big win for whomever was going to come up with the win today, and obviously the Mustangs did. And the Mustangs take a foothold now on that conference, 3-0 and in the conference, 10-1 and on the season. They lost their first game of the year, and they've rolled since then. We're looking forward to joining Coach Kathy Raley, and she's going to bring up, gosh, I guess we'll, we'll look for the leading scorer, uh, Leah Warner with nine goals and four assists, Marissa Michael-John with four, Catherine Merrick with four, Tori Wagner chipping in with two goals, Amanda Lagar and Chelsea Cavey with one each, and Leah Warner, four assists, Michael John with two, and Kelly McLaughlin, who I thought played fantastic. She's a freshman, but she has developed so well throughout the course of this season. I thought she did a great job of connecting in the midfield, especially on the defensive clear. She was very helpful getting the ball from the defensive end into the offensive end, got herself free a couple of times, couldn't really control the ball, Received was the recipient of a couple of nice feeds, didn't really control the ball, needs to work on that. That's a freshman thing, I believe. She's going to be great. What potential this kid has. She is really, really a good player and fast. 
And she looks like a, a young Marissa Michael John and his or her ability, as you said, a connector. Talk about what you mean when you say a connector. So a connector in transition. The ball is transitioning out of the defensive end into the attacking end. There's generally a couple of players that a team will look towards. Let's give her the ball. She uses her feet to get the ball into the offensive end, or she makes a great decision with the ball, makes a great pass to get the ball into the offensive end. And we saw early in the year Marissa Michael John was coming back on defense a lot and using up a lot of her energy. I mean, you can only make so many plays in the course of an afternoon. Now they have Kelly McLaughlin doing that. That's a great role for her to fill as a freshman. She makes nice decisions with the ball, and it certainly helped the Stevenson offense get going. Again, Leah Warner, the beneficiary of the legwork done by Kelly McLaughlin. But you're right. Now they have Kelly, really, and May Gill did a nice job of connecting the ball today. We saw Shelby Walter carry the ball out and make some yep. good decisions. Megan Nahowitz, the ninja. The ninja did a good job as well. So if those girls can take care of transitioning the ball for this team, it does save the legs of the offensive end of the field. And that gives those folks a chance. We have Coach Kathy Raley joining us in momentarily. We're going to step away. Quick break. You're watching Stevenson Women's Mustangs Lacrosse on sfmsports.net. can be hard work. But the new easy-to-hold two-liter contour bottle from Coca-Cola makes it a little easier to bring everybody together. More delicious Coke means more sharing. And with more sharing comes more chances for unforgettable family moments around the table. Plan on serving up the new Coca-Cola two-liter contour bottle at your next meal and bring a smile to everyone. At Qdoba, one fact informs everything we do. We love food. That's our big secret. We do things to make the most joy-inducing meals possible. Like having a passion for our ingredients, taking pride in our handcrafted preparation, and offering a variety of innovative menu items to suit any taste or preference. All these decisions help us craft the most incredible eating experience imaginable. After all, we eat too. Qdoba Mexican Grill. Food for people who love food. This is Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse. Online, mobile, and on demand. For sfmsports.net. And welcome back to the All Access Post Game Show. Booker Corrigan, MC McFadden, joined by head coach Kathy Raley. Coach, probably the best full game effort you've gotten out of the Mustangs. What was the key to it tonight? Well, I think we are starting to get to know each other. Anytime you coach a younger team, a team that has a lot of rookies on it, uh, it takes time to get to know where your teammate's going to be cutting or how she plays defense. And halfway through the season, we had hoped things would start to click, and they just are. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So you were winning five to nothing. Mm-hmm. Then at halftime, it was seven to four. Not happy. Not happy. I knew you wouldn't be, but you came back, and your second half was tremendous. Mm-hmm. What did you say at halftime? 
Well, I thought when we, we went in with a game plan with the temperature being what it, what it is to slow things down. Uh, I think they misunderstood slowing things down for stopping attacking altogether. <laughs> so when that happens, and again, that's youth, that's youth. So what we talked about was going for the layup and, and still working the ball hard and moving the ball hard. And I love that they trust each other. You know, what? We're, we're, we're looking to hit open cutters. And even if we don't connect on that pass, it is the right pass at this point in the season to make. So in another two weeks, we're not going to miss that pass. And we're capable of, you know, 40 to 50 shots a game, which you don't see in Division Three women's across very often. And, Coach, you were up against the nice goaltender in Rachel Waldman today. Talk yeah. about the quality of the scoring chances you were able to create. Uh, you know, how many times did we have a one-on-one or a wide-open feed to a girl who was 1v goalie? I thought we did a really great job attack-wise of making sure that our attackers were trying to move the goalie before uh, before shooting. And I just think that we worked really hard on shooting hard and accurately. So, I mean, how many times did we hit the pipe today? Several times as well. So, so we're zeroing in, and we just have a hard shot that no goalie is really ready for until they see us. Um, defensively, mm-hmm. you had a very tough assignment because there are two really prolific scorers on Elizabethtown, but your defense did a fabulous job on them today. We sure what? did. Uh, we wanted our matchups to be somewhat size matchups. We also wanted to – we knew they were going to look for each other. So we knew if we could slide and really almost uh, – we didn't really need to double the feeder. We needed to double the cutter coming off of that, which I thought we did We did pretty well. Um, having a left-hander as a crease defender is – and Shelby Walter is just – that's always an advantage, mm-hmm. which they, did, they were kind of stymied by her in that position. So I thought Coach, that worked for us. Coach, we have a couple of your players we're going to chat with. Thank you so much okay. for your time. You. Congratulations on a great win really? today. It's the best we've seen the Mustangs play, and we look forward to building from here. Coach Kathy Raley joining us here on SFMSports.net. We're going to bring in some of your players real quickly, but thank you. Thank you. Okay, and now we have Catherine Merrick and Leah Warner joining us. Uh, Catherine, first, uh, talk about some of your play behind the cage. It looked like you were very comfortable back there in the beginning of the game. Um, I think I really focused on getting other people's shots, so getting every single shot that goes behind there, making sure that we're still possessing it after that. Um, I think I'm still working on my crease roll from behind and get not stumbling after, you know, when I'm going in and getting that charge, so I've really been focusing on that. So kind of getting the ball back. You had four goals today. Four great goals today, we thought. The other thing we thought you did so well, Catherine, that I'd love for you to talk about for a minute is your ground ball control was amazing today. You really kept possession for your team. Um, I don't know. I just really focused. I started on the crease at the beginning of the season, or on the circle at the beginning of the season and got taken off of it because my first step was a little slow. So from the beginning of the season, I knew that was something that I needed to work on and get better at. So I think I really focused on the ground ball aspect of that. And even if I wasn't the first person there, to be the first person to run through it and never give up on the ground ball. And she, uh, Coach has been talking a lot about sending two on when the ball is down and always make sure we're sending two. So we hunt in pairs. So that's kind of what I've been working on as well. Hey, let's get a question into Leo. Talk about uh, personal record today in goals, nine goals. Uh, tell us, how were you able to combat both the Elizabethtown defense and the heat out there? Um, the heat was definitely the biggest factor today when it came to slowing down at the end. Um, but I didn't think their defense was that big of a threat to us. We had practiced all week with our defense, who I think is a threat to us, because we have a hard time going to goal against our own defense at practice. So when we got out there against Elizabethtown, I was thinking they're going to double like crazy. They're going to be all over us. And they sagged back and let us 
basically take control of the entire game. And it didn't, they never turned on each other. I didn't really hear anything from them. So it was like we were charging at them all day and they were just letting us. And it was, I mean, that was the easiest game I thought we had played all year. And they're supposed to be one of the best teams in our conference. So, well, you were two, two and oh teams going in conference play going into this game. So there was a lot riding on this game as far as being the team coming out undefeated and continuing your conference play. So I felt like that was a really great win for you guys, a really complete game for you guys. But, Leah, you all not only had nine goals, you had four assists, you had 13 points today. Your previous your previous point high per for a game was seven points. So you almost doubled that. So what do you think about that? Um, I actually wasn't even paying attention to like how many points I was having during the game. Um, everybody on the team knows I love getting assists. Like, and before the game today, we were talking, and like Catherine and I are the closest on the closest ones on the field. Where if she's open, I'm giving her the ball all day. So. I mean, I think I enjoy getting assists more because I know I'm being more of a team player. So, like, today when there was open opportunities to go to goal and she's yelling, go, 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 I almost felt kind of selfish for going to goal so many times. But at the end of the game, I just thought about it, and I was like, you know, I don't care who's scoring. I just want to win. And that's what we went out there to do, and we did. So, What was the difference between your first half and your second half as a team today? I would have to say focusing on where we need to be in the plays and where we need to be on transition because we uh, installed a new transition yesterday and the day before and we've been working on it to combat them. So when we got out there, it was just like we need to be in our positions. We need to know where to go. And the first half, it was like we were dragging in that transition. It was just not working. But second half, I feel like when we got out there and really pushed it in transition, they still weren't picking up on it, which was shocking, but we just took advantage of it. So And well done. Again, two of the many stars of the game today here for the Stevenson Mustangs as they roll heavy against the Elizabethtown Blue Jays, Leah Warner and Catherine Merrick, two players who played fantastic. Uh, for MC McFadden, I'm Booker Corgan saying thanks for joining us here on SFMSports.net. We'll be back with more Stevenson Mustangs lacrosse later in the week, but have a great rest of your day. been listening to an online, mobile, and on-demand presentation of Stevenson Mustangs Lacrosse from SFMSports.net. This audio and video broadcast was brought to you by the Green Turtle, Coca-Cola, and Qdoba. Join us for the Mustangs Lacrosse broadcast. Go to SFMSports.net with a complete schedule.